Rolling. Hey, welcome to another Cleveland Moto Podcast. We got a fun-filled adventure hour for you. We uh, thanks to Dustin, who already dropped the podcast 150 from our motorcycle show and 149. Yeah, I mean literally the motorcycle show we were at less than a week ago. So uh, that's great. Uh, it's already out. We cut that into two pieces, and so if you did listen to it, I'm sorry for the quality of the second half of the show was recorded through my iPhone, and there's definitely a difference between the Zoom. And the iPhone, as far as the quality, you can really hear it. Uh, it was funny, but it's just, worth it though to hear Jackie. It is worth it to get that mm. that one on one time with Jackie Ham. So uh, Jackie Van Ham, the Van Ham, the Van Ham. Yeah, she Ooh. is. She's so much fun. We uh, just can't tell her how much we appreciate her and how much uh, joy she brings to everybody because and the hugs, the hugs. She's the mm-hmm. voice, and there's that welcoming voice. Not that there wasn't anything wrong with Mason Orr as the voice of the International Motorcycle Show. Um, he did a good job, but by God, he's moved on. He's working for Helmet House now. And uh, But Jackie Van Ham... Working over to Helmet House. Working over to Helmet House. The, the, the fine Atlanta, Georgia drawl. Here at Helmet House, we got all the helmets you can have. He, no, he's just... And, and Mason Orr is a cool dude. I mean, he's, he's a really neat guy and... He's done a bunch of stuff in the motorcycle industry. But he's not a pretty girl. He's not Jackie Van Ham. And Jackie Van Ham is literally a toy little package of awesomeness. And (laughs) she is. is. She's just so much fun to be around. So she really made the show. She makes the show a lot of fun for us. Uh, And, you know, she has a lot of followers. She's got, you know, her... You know her little. Well, she's the, hot on the mic, man. She is hot on the mic, she, man. I mean, she's she's so hot. She's got two mics. It never sounded like getting thrown out of that place <laughs> has never sounded so good. <laughs> getting evicted from the motorcycle show never sounded so awesome. Uh, so we'll do a quick roll call. To my left is Dustin. To his left is Wolfman Jack. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his hair slicked back now. It's the Wolfman. Johnny Chrome, one and only. And his left is Steve Hoffman. Who rode out tonight? You win. You rode. <laughs> uh, we're three. I've ridden to every podcast. Is this February third today? February third, day yeah. after Groundhog Day. Yeah. And you have literally ridden. You rode your ruckus. And I logged a thousand miles in January. A thousand miles in January. God and damn. To, and I have one hundred and twenty right now. So, so far so. in February. Yeah. Oh Steve, man. Steve saw his shadow yesterday and still doesn't give a said, fuck. Fuck yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> saw my shadow in the ruckus tonight. Said That's I better right. lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and yeah, the fact that you. Like you said, you rode to Oberlin, which is no short hike, yeah, on the miles. ruckus. Yeah, on the ruckus at 18 degrees. Fuck that! <laughs> I ordered a pair it's of the. Got a heater. the ru- it's got a heater. Yeah, it's you. You're the heater. I ordered a pair of the, uh, the Duluth uh, Trading Company jeans, the ones like you're wearing with the the armor. Yeah, they're really nice. I'm glad I got them. They're cool, and they were just. Uh, is that your phone? Yeah. What the hell? What the? You, hey, it's old disco. It is. I was going to say. Old disco. I was like, either somebody's phone is going off, or somebody brought a literal disco band. There's like, there, I mean, there's a like a, a little black midget with a fro, and she's getting down. <laughs> that little ruckus is liquid cool. Maybe Steve got one of those uh, backpacks oh, yeah. that you can uh, put water in. He's plumbed it and just plumbed it right. into the coolant system. Right, that's a good idea. That's it's a, a it's very good a idea. A forty nine cc liquid cooled bike. So you just run the liquid cooling through your chill vest. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like an astronaut. It's <laughs> it's not just a motor scooter. It's a life support system. He won't die. He's he's 
The bike is liquid cooled, but he is also liquid warmed. Keeps everything at a nice tidy 140 degrees or something. That with a set of heated grips, and you're in. Yeah, how come you don't have a coolant line running into your clothing? And have get cold. liquid cooled clothing <laughs> that runs off of the water jacket on the bike. Because Steve works in sewers for a living. You could have a pussy. You could have you could have right. You could have a water jacket on your bike, cooling or heating your body. And I've said that staying warm. Yeah. When riding in really cold weather. Oh yeah. Is uh, you, it has you have to be all zen. You yes, have to it is. Give you just have to be totally relaxed, and then the heat can go all over. But if you tense up, like as soon as you tense your hand, if you have no. a death grip or... Uh, no, your hands, clothing has to be loose. Right. Your clothing you has layer. to be loose. Your your body, you got to maintain this kind of like loose mentality. I learned that first couple of years where I was putting on tight gear. I was wearing clothing that was like mm-hmm. polypropylene pants and polypropylene shirt, which are very much like compression garments. The problem <clears> is you're not moving air around. And I figured it out. The trick is like snowboarding. You just do multiple loose layers. Yeah. And multiple loose layers seem to work good. Of course, on a motorcycle at 80 miles an hour, multiple loose layers, you start to feel like, you know. I wore these yeah. shoes, not in my boots. Yeah. I wore my shorts <laughs> and I had a pair of Tourmaster overpants yeah. with armor. Yeah. And then I wore a fleece and my my uh, Transition 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steve rides his freaking scooter to the podcast, and I was bitching all day about being freezing back in the in shop. In the shop. It was at least 58 <laughs> degrees in the shop today. Oh, it was freezing. <laughs> the back of the shop, we keep it about 58 <clears throat> degrees. The front of the shop, we keep it about 60. It works out okay. No. Yeah, I had to keep walking up front just to warm up. It's, yeah, um, that the thermostat in the back was turned down for some reason. It, it uh, should have been up. For some reason. <laughs> if you're not going to be in the building for a week, you tend to turn down the thermostat. The... Uh, mm. But, yeah, I want to talk about it on the podcast. First of all, I did have a great time at the motorcycle show. I really did. Uh, it was nice. It was good. Uh, it is that, that kind of thing. It's easy, to, it's easy to pick on it. It's easy to... I've heard all the customers for the past week. Well, I went to the motorcycle show, and I didn't think it was great, and I had to park, and beer was $10. Yes, all those things are true. So bring your own goddamn beer next time. Call me and sneak in so you don't have to pay for a ticket. There's ways to mitigate the bad situation and make it better for yourself. You don't. Not all to. you might have to do is pay to park, but if right. you're smart, you go back to the vendors area, yeah. <laughs> slide through there, and say, "Hey, I'm a vendor," and right. you park in the back work, and go in work there. out a way. But really, there's so much shit to see. I mean, it's cool. I had a good time. It was nice. Uh, it was very relaxed. We got to load out on Monday instead of Sunday, which we didn't have to deal with all the snow. It wasn't oh, so bad. Awesome. It was good. The, uh, it's fun. I, I had a really good time at the show this year. It gives some good ideas for what we're going to do next year. Some changes. Uh, Did you ever uh, get any more shit about the... Uh, the leaflets that you had? Yeah, you know, well, they're going to... It's their job to fuck with you a little bit. You know, you take as many liberties as you can, and you don't know if you're taking enough liberties until they tell you to stop, and then you know you're right where you should be. You know, when you get yelled at, you're doing things right. The what I what I can tell you is, thinking back at the booth, it actually made me look at Suzuki's website because Suzuki has a great number of types of motorcycles. They have a great number of units, but a lot of that shit, like the LS650 Savage and the M109, 
in the well, they have like thirty dirt bikes. Well, yeah, but then and the SV, a lot of that shit is so long in the tooth. Throwback Thursdays. It is throwback Thursdays, <laughs> and it's like Suzuki. It is, and it's not even like it's like this is the M109 Classic, which we're selling you for a thousand dollars less than the kick-ass M109, because this is the Classic. You know, yeah, sure, I understand some companies do that, and they'll offer you a down market version of their bike. But there's so many items in the Suzuki stable that are just fucking evergreen. I mean, the DR650, there's so much in that booth that was just fucking, you know, the it's shit was like, did they need to bring it back like It wasn't it wasn't we innovative saw it for in the past 10 years. <laughs> like in 88 it was already a 5-year-old design. In 88 it was already tired. And that's just <laughs> I I I, I'm glad I'm not a Suzuki dealer. I'm glad I don't have to try to make that work. Well, and it's not that it's not a good bike. It's a great bike. But, yeah, but there's but no do, shortage of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to bring it back right. every year? Well, and how the Maybe hell... bring your new shit. We had this conversation with my, <clears throat> my rep from Genuine, who asked me why we're not selling as many Genuine scooters as in previous years. And I said, because we have no new items. There's nothing you've given me that I can get my customer excited about when... I'm selling the same exact Buddy 125 that I was selling in 2006. But there's that new Buddy. from Buddy 170. It's the exact same bike. No, the other Buddy. Oh, the Kick. The Kick. The Kick, yeah. right. Well, but the Kick is competing. The Kick is literally competing with the Buddy 125 and the Buddy 170. And it's 3200 bucks. So there's nothing. I mean, I will say the Hooligan is cool, but the Hooligan's been out for a long time now. Uh, there's really, I do like the Hooligan. Yes, but it's... That'd be great if it was year two of the hooligan. <laughs> it's not year two of the hooligan. Uh, I think I see that, this, uh, carrying the lines, mm-hmm. and a lot of the bikes. I yeah. mean, and I think there's like a divergent path in each manufacturer that has these lines, their old lines that they're keeping, Legacy and then these new lines that mm-hmm. they're making in foreign country. I mean, they're lower uh, lines that they're oh, making yeah. f- at a price point in a different foreign country. Right. And then they have the higher end stuff that right. maybe is still manufactured where they used to manufacture things. So, so you're, uh, no matter what the brand is, there's the legacy items, and then there's, this is new for this year, and it's made in Thailand, and it's different, and it's cheap, Right. So hopefully you'll buy it. But I mean, like Honda, Honda yeah. Legacy. Mm-hmm. You could you could say that like uh, the thirteen hundred. Sure. That uh, ugly bullnosed pilot, whatever. <laughs> the CTX. <laughs> but but I mean, slap new plastic on something. Yeah. And that is, I mean, just because you change the plastic, right. everything else is the same, and the plastic really is. Uh, doesn't make any difference. Oh, it was like that whole rebel booth they had. Yeah. Right. They're, it's like, hey, rebel, 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 whatever. They're still all rebels. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, so, I mean. You know, put scooters, lipstick on that pig and it's yeah. still a pig. And really, look at the ruckus. I mean, how long has that been out? Been around forever. I mean, yeah. And the so Metro much. Mountain, yeah. They look so exactly much. The They're same. exactly the same bikes. Mm-hmm. They haven't changed anything about them. And there's a good argument for it ain't broke, don't fix it. But by the same token, you're competing. If you're, Innovate. If you're Honda, you're competing with a 10-year-old Metropolitan. Yeah. You know, you're competing with every one of those you ever sold. 
Fuel you, injected, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why everyone that listens to this podcast knows right. how much I love my DRZ 400 right. Supermoto. Yeah. First thing I did was walk into Suzuki's booth, walk yeah. right up to the 2017. Underneath to see what gender it yeah. was. <laughs> 2017 DRZ 400 SM. Float ball. Yeah. And, that's float ball. And it's still not fuel injected. They're really, and we've said it before, and we're going to go back. This is 2017. There is absolutely no excuse. There is a there is literally an Asian built Buddy <coughs> Kick 125 sitting over there that has a fuel injector on it. So if that fucking 125 cc automatic single cylinder scooter has a fuel injector on it, there is no excuse why every fucking bike sold doesn't have a fuel injector Did on it. Did you notice the biggest slap in the face? What's that? The Urals have fuel. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yes, god. Exactly. And I've been living in a cave oh, apparently man. because it's not brand new this year. No, it's been out for it's the, been out the since Urals, like 14 yeah. or 15. Yeah, the Urals have been fuel injected for a few years now. But oh, I'm living true. in the Stone Age. Well, if there's a you know if there's a Taiwanese and we've seen Chinese, uh, Taiwan and Chinese and Thai built 125s that are fuel injected, you really don't have any excuse for having a carburetor on your motorcycle anymore at all. Period. I don't care. There's nothing at the end of the sentence. There's no asterisk. There's nothing. If it's a DR650, it should be fucking fuel injected. If it's a KLR650, it should be fucking fuel injected. Well, the Yamahas are fuel injected. The 250s? They should all be fuel injected. If you put a carburetor on it, you should put a magneto and points. And that way, when the EMP comes, yeah. you can still yeah. ride it. You'll have the, you'll have the Macklefresh market. Yes. That's right. <laughs> it well, has points. In my statement about this, I'm not just you saying... You make a good point. Right. I'm not saying <laughs> it just because I want... I'm just lazy and I just think everybody everything should be fuel injected. I'm not one of those guys that's like, you know, fucking let's kill off the carburetor because it was a bad idea. No, it's no. a great idea. Carburetors work great. They really do work great. The problem is they don't work great when you're going to make me buy ethanol bullshit gas. And you're going to fuck them with emissions, yeah. uh, trying mm-hmm. to meet right. every range in emissions, yeah. which they cannot do. I mean, they can do. When you which are, they cripple the freaking motorcycles right. when they do that, especially when they're carbureted. If you have a carbureted motorcycle, I don't care what it is, you are making astronomical concessions through the CDI, through the valves, through everything else to make that bike EPA friendly. When you've got a fuel injector, I mean, and I'm saying when you design a bike to be fuel injected, you can then spend more time getting your valves to be right, getting your ECU to be right. Everything can be direct, can be dialed into perfection if you know that your mapping and your fuel delivery is going to be that laser accuracy that you can get with a fuel injector. If you think that we have to be in this window of rich to, to lean because we're going to put a goddamn CV carb on the son of a bitch, then you're, you're going to have things so far out of whack so that they'll be, quote, clean and green. You're going to end up with a bike that runs like shit. The worst carb I've ever dealt with, though, was a 76 Rabbit. It had 92 <laughs> vacuum lines on it, and like it, it was almost unusable because you had so many things, so many pots. To was that like the one six motor, the one six or one seven motor? Yeah, it was the one point five. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little motor that, first year, right? Yeah, yeah single overhead yeah. cam. It was the same little motor that ended up in Dodge Omni. So, I think <laughs> it had a Solex yeah. car oh, yeah. with with it had it really had ten vacuum lines yeah. going to it with 
pots and, oh, and uh, all kinds of little damping things. Oh. And it was like, oh my god, it was dude. Like you should have seen my '79 New Yorker that had the That's... Chrysler Lean Burn yes. system, oh. yep. <laughs> which yep. which was uh, lovingly renamed by mechanics That's... the Lean Surge system. <laughs> That's only the, that's the second worst thing ever. Yeah, it's I, I the worst engine it. management system ever. The worst, as opposed to the four six eight, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I the legendary four sixty eight. I bought the lean burn uh, delete yeah. uh, package from every poor son of a bitch that was working on cars in the eighties will tell you horror stories about the four six eight, the fucking modular V eight. What a night! <laughs> what an excruciating nightmare that was. Oh, the lean burn was the worst though. No, because the 468 wins. The 468 wins. You have four relatively clean spark plugs, and then you have two not really great, and then two that are like, throw them away now. Lifespan on those spark plugs, 5,000 miles. Yeah. That fucking that thing was a shitbox. Mine was in a Cadillac. Oh, did it, did it like not fire on all cylinders? It, it, it ran like a, on four cylinders. It had like a parade mode? It, well, yeah. Like it, parade like, mode? It's default. Well, that's, yeah. that's what they call it in the new Harleys. Yeah. Its default mode was four cylinders. Oh, fuck. And then when you'd give it half welly, it would give you six cylinders. And when your foot was straight up on the floor, it would give you eight cylinders. Ugh. So, and then because it was the 70s and 80s and people were driving shit like their gas pedal was hooked to their wallet... You generally drove around, and the the six and the eight never really ever got lit up. That was only the eighties. I could stop doing that now. Yeah, <laughs> you always. You don't need the four six eight yeah. for that. But it's yeah. funny, like in my neighborhood, yeah. he's got the one two three. He's the only guy I know <laughs> hypermiling a sailboat. In, in my oh, really? I'm gonna get a lot more miles per gallon out of this. You haven't seen the mast he erected on the Prius yet. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's erection. <laughs> yeah, in my neighborhood, there's a couple of guys that have the newer Harleys. Yeah. And uh, you I hear, can hear him, it. I hear him coming down the road, and I, I'm like, "Oh, somebody's on a thumper." Yeah. <laughs> and then you see this fucking huge Harley going, yeah. you know, down the road at like 20 miles an hour. Yeah. It's because it's gone into parade Welcome mode, parade and mode. the rear cylinder stops firing. So it's just that's okay. It? You got to shut that rear cylinder off. That bitch runs hot anyway. It doesn't alternate like you would think that you'd fire this one. Oh, because that one, would be smart because you could keep a clean one. plug. Yeah, you could kind of keep it. Like every plug. other, every yeah. other uh, hit, yeah. you'd go to the next cylinder. The uh, oh, and for people who aren't paying attention, uh, we have two Moto Guzzi's. We're doing a blowout of all of our V7s, and. We have to. We we got to get rid of these bikes. <clears throat> we have too many V7s, and Moto Guzzi's changing it up, and they're bringing out a V7 Mark III, which to to put everything to rest, it is only a Mark III so that it can meet the new Euro levels of EPA restriction. Um, that's all. It's it's not it's not faster. It's not bigger. It's not stronger. It's not better. It's not anything that's going to devalue a Mark One or a Mark II. But it is acceptable in the European market, and it is convertible down to the 35 PS limit for new riders so that they can tune the bike very easily. You can electronically, through the ECU, neuter the bike and take it down to 35 PS so that the German young people can drive it even though they haven't established five years on the driver's license yet or whatever the rule is there. <laughs> and they'll hack it within three days of owning it. Well, of course they will. Because, well, because we yeah, have fucking to... iPhone app for that shit. <laughs> yeah, because we're essentially hacking it to rob it of power, to decrease its horsepower, you know, just like they make a low-output 
Honda Metro, and they make a low output. Back in the day, they made a low output Harley Topper. Low output they make a high, high output. output. <laughs> they make a high output version of that thing. There was the Topper and A and the Topper AH. Um, so no, toppers, the Metro. The Metro. Yeah, they do. No, there's a Metro that will not go over 28 miles an hour, and so they have two different versions of the Metro. Yeah. The next one goes 35 miles. Exactly. The restricted one will not go not 30. Not with me on it. <laughs> the restricted, the restricted, and I can't remember on the metros whether they call it an A and an, a regular. There's like a regular wow. and then there's an A, a CH, 50A, and there's then a the S. And, the and see what S you could do with slow. fuel injection. Super slow. Slow and super slow. But um, so people were asking. <laughs> the Metro SS. And for all podcast listeners, you have an advantage. Here's the advantage. I am selling more than one Moto Guzzi V7s for $6,499. Holy Jumping, wow. Jesus. Yeah. Damn. That makes me want to buy one. And they're not, even, they're not even used. They're not even demo models. They're brand new out of the crate. They have the full factory warranty. Uh, they're 2014 or 2015 models. And I've got two of the... Uh, extremely desirable black with the orange stripes, the Le Mans stripes. I've got two of those. That's my favorite one. I, everyone agrees. Kurt yeah. Edwards bought one of those, paid full price for it, ninety two hundred bucks or whatever. Um, oh, selling man. it like seriously, that's a twenty six hundred dollar discount. 60, that's I think yeah. I still owe almost that much on my. Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, it's a heartbreaker. It's more than I mean. It's cheaper than James paid for his. It's cheaper than cost. It's cheaper than I paid for it. And the. We have nine bikes that are all V7s, and they're all qualifying for different levels of discounts. Moto Guzzi doesn't work where it's like, if it's a V7, you get 2000 off. No. You get, like, a Stornello, the, the cafe rate of the Scrambler, you get two grand off. Or Stornello. That's fucking amazing. Two grand off. And the Stornello has, like, $3,000 worth of goodies on it. That's a good deal. And the uh, when you look at the V7... Special. I mean, that's got the forged alloy wheels. It's got the stainless steel spokes. It's a kick-ass bike. Now, the what people know about is that the Mark One is uh, it's just vapor. Really? I don't know why that bothers anybody. I'm vaping all the guys. Right. Uh, blowing I, out your right. your radiator. Right. <laughs> that's that's right. Right. I believe you got a coolant leak. Yeah. I always it tell smells people. sweet. It yes. smells sweet, and there's a cloud of smoke. Dustin is Dustin. I always tell people I'm my own air freshener. You are. You've literally blown a seal. The uh, or, or, hey, you know what? Or, 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 Last time or, I blew or, a seal, or, they wouldn't or, let me back in the zoo. Or, the uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, for people who do not understand what the V7 chain... And the, and the penguin says, enough about my sex life, just fix my fix, car. Fix the damn thing. Leave my sex life out of it. The, uh, a V7 Mark One has a five-speed transmission, a 750cc motor, no traction control, and no ABS. I'd rather have one of those. Uh, I do. I do. Yep. Actually, it's the right way to do it because you can do wheelies and drag the brake and do all kinds of fun shit. Okay. Can you shut the traction control off on the two? No. Fuck. So, um, can you yeah. on the three? No. <laughs> uh, There's no way to go in with pads and do that. Nope. Damn. What happens if you uh, <clears throat> break the sensor? Does it go into limp mode? I would venture to say. You know what? I haven't figured that out yet. And you know what? I don't want to find out yet. 
Yeah. If it's broken, will the traction control control still work? I don't know. Uh, it shuts you down and calls the tow truck. For right. Call, it calls warranty voiding central. It puts a sad uh, face. It puts a sad face on the display. Okay. So the Mark One was 2014 and 2015s, and then 2016s we got the Mark Two. And what a Mark Two is is it is a six-speed transmission. That's the, there are these three elements that make the bike a Mark II. Six-speed transmission, but Phil... Mark one's five-speed? Mark one is five-speed. And no ABS and no traction control. Mark II is ABS and traction control that are just... They're dumb ABS and traction control. They're just on. You don't get to pick it. It's just on. It's just there. It's not selectable like on a V9 or, or on a California 1400... Um, it's not a selectable, choosable level of traction control. It's, it's just you can't swap the control module from one of those. Mm. And if my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> is it possible to do that? Once again, yeah. I don't know, uh, and I don't care. You could the, figure uh, it out. You could. That could be a project for somebody. They could figure it out. I'm sure the Germans and the guys at Gucci Tech have come up with all kinds of different ways to change these things all over the place. I don't care. That's not the business I'm into. But. Mark II has a six-speed transmission. But keep in mind, in top gear, and that's really all that matters, 4,000 RPM equals 65 miles per hour, whether it's the six-speed or the five-speed. Which is it's that stupid. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the reason that companies do this, because Honda did the same thing with the CB1100. It's They have one more gear, but the terminal gearing... The top speed gearing is exactly the same, and I mean I'm telling you these are infinitesimal fractional numbers. We're talking is about like lower, 40 RPM. Huh? It's one lower. Yes. Well, then that's yeah. good for the scrambler. No, no, it's it's lower by like literally 40 RPM. Oh. Have you ever tried to measure 40 RPM at 65 miles per hour? It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it is not calculable. Yeah on practical riding of the motorcycle. And if anybody gets off the bike and says, oh, man, I can totally feel the difference between the Mark I and the Mark II, fuck you, you're full of shit, I call <laughs> shenanigans. Because I have done it on the bike at GPS 65 miles an hour and look down and the needle is exactly at 4,000 RPM on both bikes. Well, Victory does it right. Yeah, well, yes. That's six gear. Right. If you get when you get up to seven and you put right. it in six gear, it's right. like yeah, it drops down to a literally yeah. double overdrive. <laughs> so drops down to like idle. But here's yeah. the thing that people don't realize is <clears throat> motorcycle companies are gearing bikes right now for EPA standards or Euro four standards or whatever their standards are. What they want to do is they want to say this motorcycle's engine is producing the most efficient distribution of power at. 4,000 RPM. So they want to make sure that whatever speed you're supposed to be going, 65, right? Not what speed I'm going, but what speed you're supposed to be going is at the, the engine's butter zone for efficient operation. So it doesn't do any good to gear your motor. You're like, well, but goddamn, man, I want to have a sixth gear that's like an overdrive overdrive. You know, isn't it great if my, if I'm, my sixth gear is 3,200 RPM. No, it's not. Where at 80, you could be spinning forth. Exactly. Right, exactly. 
your motor a motor does not necessarily work in the way that the lower the RPMs, the more efficient it is. That's not true. A motor has a butter zone. Every motor has its highly efficient operation is at a particular RPM, and that's determined when you take the motor and run it through its rev range. You have volumetric efficiency yeah. at a certain point. You also you have, have thermodynamic efficiency. Right. You have right. Like yeah. A full open throttle motor yeah. is actually, you don't have any uh, loss, pumping exactly. loss. Exactly. Right. So... So it is a very interesting That's thing. Why diesel's better? Well, it is <laughs> for, for that application. Yeah. But of I'm saying if they is. could get a gasoline engine to run on auto ignition, right? Then they could run with a wide open. Absolutely. Running, right? All you no, would do is regulate, alter your ignition yeah. package. You would leave the throttle exactly as it is, and you'd alter your ignition to compensate for your right and RPMs. the amount of fuel you have. So, so exactly. and that would be more efficient, right? Would it? Because you wouldn't be in, you wouldn't be interfering with your intake path. Right. Your intake path would stay pure. So that would, it would remain the same. You wouldn't have the vortices of the things getting in the way of it. I'm telling you that if your motorcycle does 60 miles per gallon, which a lot of these V7s, these owners of V7s are coming back and reporting that they're getting 50 to 60 miles per gallon out of these things, I fucking never will. I drive the shit out of my bike. I, I'll be happy to get 40 miles per gallon. 40, 48 to 52, right? and I flogged the shit out of it. Exactly. I mean, I got a big fucking barn door windshield yeah. and saddlebags, and, yeah. and it I get, still gets 50-ish. Yeah, and I have tons of customers that get 60-plus out of these bikes, and it's a 750cc V-twin, and they're getting 60-plus miles per gallon. 60-plus miles per gallon is scooter mileage. And they feel so good riding them. They do feel good. So the difference is for that Mark II is... The six-speed transmission, which really doesn't matter because it's just like an additional... It's a little bit different in first, a little bit different in second, a little bit different in third, a little bit different in fourth, and those things add up to an extra gear. So the motor's position is slightly lower, but once again, if you tell me you can feel the difference, fuck you, you're lying. Um, get out of here. You're, you're one of those guys who studies too much shit. And you, no, you, you know what? You <laughs> that reads too much read on it. internet forums. You're reading yeah. too much. You're not writing enough. No, you read it, and right. so you have this perception that you can feel that it. You don't. And meanwhile, I ride it. all these bikes all the goddamn time. And when I go out and ride them, I can't tell the difference. The traction control and the ABS—that is a thing. Now, yes, I'm going to tell you that traction control is a wonderful thing, and I'm sure it saves lives. Not my life, but lives. And ABS is and ABS is a wonderful thing, and it may save your life someday, but not my life. Uh, servo brakes. I don't like <laughs> every. You know, you have a group of people that love servo brakes. I've only driven one Citroen Deschevaux. I went. I'm sorry. I've only dri dri yeah. driven one Citroen DS19, yeah. and fuck that. That is a bad idea. The, what about uh, linked brakes? Once again, <laughs> everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. But here's what I know: is I cannot wheelie the Mark II. And you can wheelie everything. I try my best to wheelie everything that has two wheels or three. Uh, but I <laughs> or four. Or four. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that really bothers me. The fact that I'm electronically, I've got the electric nanny in there, and I can't wheelie that bike pisses me off because it also pisses me off when the light goes green and I just want to have a high performance takeoff. Because a high performance takeoff to me will involve the front wheel being in the air a little bit. I mean, I'm not putting on a rapid display of power or an extravagant display of speed. <laughs> I'm just making the motorcycle go from here to there as fast as it wants to go. Plus, it's fun to wheelie. <laughs> and it, it's, not even like, it's not even like my goal was to wheelie. My goal was to go from 0 to 60 in a prompt 
speedy manner. But now my front wheel just came off the ground, one redheaded cunt hair, and now my computer's going, whoa, 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 whoa. And now my front end is back on the ground. And you know what? These things don't do it in a, they they don't do it in like a gentle, a gentle, hey, let's back you down a little bit. No, they do it with the fucking oppressive hand of like, you must not have fun now. And it sucks because I'm all ready to like, go, baby, let's launch this shit. See, it needs to be like hell. It, it it needs to be more so, of a... Don't you think you should settle down? Now? Right. It should, right. I'm going to cut 5% of your power it right should, now. Yes, and what it and should do is it, it should take your revs from wherever your revs are and reduce them by 10%. Yep. Instead, it just pulls the spark completely. Fuck mm. you. You know, that's not what I want. And, you know, you get your body ready when you're going to launch. Your body gets set up. You get yourself put in a certain position to launch. And then all of a sudden, you got your muscles all tensed and you're loaded up. And then you drop that clutch, and you're, like, for one half of a second, you're good to go. Then your teeth hit the speedometer. And then a half a second later, you're biting the speedometer. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So that's the Mark II. <laughs> and uh, the Mark III is only going to have... People want to know what the Mark III is going to have. Well, the Mark III is only going to have one dial. So it's going to be like the V9s. So they only have one clock. Damn. They don't have a tack anymore. They're just getting it down to that more basic thing. See, I like... Have an attack. Well, we have ones and twos that are extremely, extremely, extremely discounted. That is the sales pitch of this podcast. It is that we have. It's hot out here. Jesus. I have no idea what you're. The The Texas Lawhawk. Due process, due wheelies. We have nine V7s left. And I have got to sell them. If you are a podcast listener and if you're like. Since we've announced that sixty four ninety nine is the cheapest one I'm going to sell, so we have two of them. Two, two of them, they're exactly the same, black with the orange stripes. They're specials. V7 special, look it up, black with orange stripes. That's what the bike is. Since I've announced it, I've had all these people come out of the woodwork that have been like, yes, I'm buying that bike. I'm going to tell you the rules of Cleveland Moto. Until you have bought that bike, you ain't buying shit. Until your check is cleared, you're not buying shit. Until we put a sold sign on it with your name on it, you ain't buying shit. If I have actually sold every bike somebody said they were going to buy, then I'd be super duper happy and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Those are two bikes that are still here. Will they be here in a week? I don't know. All you can do is call me. Um, in case you don't know how to get in touch with us, you're listening to the podcast. It's called Cleveland Moto. Try www.clevelandmoto.com. Probably the good place to start. Uh, I'm not going to give you the phone number because I'm not expecting you to like, no, I'm going to punch that up right now. Uh, no, You have Cleveland the Moto. Googles. You have the Google. You can get in touch with us. But there are nine V7s that are crazy cheap. And I mean legitimately crazy cheap. Way cheaper than I pay for them. Way cheaper than my cost. Way cheaper than you'll ever be I wanted a dealership ever again. And then you can join a group of pretentious uppity, fucking prideful, spiteful, arrogant Moto Guzzi owners. Yeah. And you don't even have to wear an arrow stitch. No, you don't have to wear an arrow stitch. Um, the joy of if being... If you're lucky, you'll get a t-shirt. The joy... Oh, well, yeah. And the and it won't be like a corporate t-shirt. It'll be something we made in our underwear. The, uh, the joy of being a Moto Guzzi owner is the fact that you are immune to marketing. And that 
you don't give. I mean, ultimately, as a Gucci owner, you just don't give a fuck. That's, well, obviously, because Gucci wasn't even at the fucking motorcycle show. Yeah, we were there. and like a true Gucci like a true Gucci owner we were there but we didn't pay for it Uh, right that's the that is the essence the the essence of the the Moto Gucci logo should be getting the job done cheaply (laughs) now now our our club was there we got in there we did our job and we did it right and it worked out beautifully um, much props to everybody who made that shit happen. It worked out. It worked all out all those vintage Gucci's, huh? All those vintage Gucci's. <laughs> two, two people, two people had the balls to say, and they said it like about the MGX twenty one. Well, this is, this is a new motorcycle. Yes, it is, and it's in the vintage display area. It will be vintage. And I was at like, I was like, yes, it is. Well, why is it in here? And I said, why not? And the guy was like, well, because it's not vintage. And I looked at him and I went, well, but it's a Moto Guzzi. So it's a totally different thing. Grandfather's in. And, and, he goes, and he goes, well, and I said, do you have a problem with this motorcycle being in the vintage display area? Because it's parked between a 71 BMW and a 72 Triumph, right? <clears throat> I was like, do you have a problem with this motorcycle sharing this display with these other two motorcycles? I'm like, or is this helping you to be able to like look and see where bikes are, you know, what's going on? And the guy was like, oh, I just, I just don't think it's right. I don't think it's right. (laughs) (laughs) You, sir, spend way too much time thinking about the Well, I just looked at him. I was like, you know what? You know, this guy represents no risk to anybody selling anything. Like, there is no chance this guy's going to fulfill anybody's numbers. And then he went to the Suzuki display and said, why are those classic bikes in your new display? <laughs> yeah. Hey, why do you have that? Is there a historical plate on that LS650 Savage? <laughs> Was that Honda Africa Twin actually made in Africa? <laughs> I do think it's pretty funny that, yes, a lot of Suzuki's display qualifies for historical plates. <laughs> A lot of their brand new bikes qualify for, for yeah, historical plates. True. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's true. There's holy shit. That's absolutely right. We're not even dicking around. 86. That's 1992, right? 86. Savage? Well, what I'm saying is anything earlier than 92, we can put historical plates on. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. God damn, is it 92 already? It's 92 yeah. already. So if anything older 92. than 92. <clears throat> so out of the Suzuki booth alone, the Savage is definitely fucked. Shit. The DR is definitely fucked. Mm. There's all the, like the RM85 and all that stuff. All those dirt bikes are fucked. They all been around for a thousand years. Yeah. Man, I qualify for historical plates. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. Just go around with a pa- we should get histor- paper historical plates. <laughs> we should photocopy some up. Next year, doing it. Paper. Doing and it. just put double-sided tape on the back of them. Historical. And go up to every bike that hasn't changed a fucking lick since 93. So you could do it. Okay, so in the Honda booth, you could do it on the XR. You could do it on the XR. You could do it on... The Rebel. No, the, the Rebel's Rebel's brand new. new. Rebel's brand new. Uh, 500 Rebel's new. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the 250 Rebel's new, too. Those are brand new bikes. <laughs> but they had a Rebel going back to 92? Yes, but they're totally different frames. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you could that, the Ooh. argument would be like, you'd be like, well, the Goldwing Classic, too. But, I mean, it's different. 
Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not remotely well, the same they, bike. At least they updated it. Okay, the, LX, the LS650 is the exact same bike it was in the early 90s, late 80s. Exactly. Not even arguable. Um, well, you could, you could argue. What about that, the VT1100 uh, Shadow? Is there still 1100 Shadow? I don't think they. I don't think <clears> they make 1100 anymore. Okay, it's gone to like the VTX 1300. But the shit. six, the six, don't they still make a VTX? Oh, they might. If there's a VTX six, that's a candidate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We would have to go through I don't the show. Look at cruisers though, so it, I mean, it would be fun to go through the show with a stack I of. Do paper, like the VT1100 though? With paper historical yeah. plates, and just go through the paper. Yeah, if you and anybody wants to buy a VT eleven hundred, I got a gorgeous one in the front of my showroom. I'll sell you cheap. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I'm making deals, man. I'm this making is, deals. This podcast is Phil's house of deals. It is. Um, you need to have a show on Saturday morning, <laughs> right? Do one of those like live infomercial type yeah. things. And here we are, Cleveland Moto. What we got? We're going to show you over here. We're going to show you the. This is a Suzuki Marauder. Not too many people knew about this bike. Not too many people like this bike. But it's got an upside-down front fork. You need clowns. You need midgets. You need, you need balloons. You need balloons. And you need a you wacky waiver. You have to scream a lot. Not too uh, many crazy fills. Crazy house of motorcycle like deals. We so buy it now. <laughs> we got a bike for you. Prices. We got mopeds for the kids. The uh, get a big cowboy hat. The whole deal. Get the, a free midget with every purchase. Hey, I like that Indian style Tomos. Moped. No offense to me. I'm sorry. Did you see that? It was like four boosts down. Yes. Oh, believe me, the Tomos people were. Those were. I think I'm still digging some of them out of my butts right now. What was with the like super China representation this year? There was a a boost directly from China. The Li Fan. Yeah, Yeah, Li Fan, and there was Li Fan. Hyosung. Oh, uh, the Xpec 250. Aggressively persuasive. Yeah. Mildly personable. What's the name of that bike? Responsibly seductive. No. <laughs> Responsibly seductive. What the? Offensively premature. I can't remember the name of that fucking bike, man. Simplistically rural. I, no, it was the Expect really 250. The X. Yeah, the X. The fuck. X. P E C T 250. And sensitive. it was sensitive. What? Frustratingly sensitive 250? <laughs> the Expect 250. Robustly sensitive. Robustly Premature ejaculation. Sensitive. Reservoir tip. The, uh, and I, whereas we're making fun of it, but they actually had the words printed up all over their display. Like, they had definitely gotten a hold of the Chinglish thing because they were just like, look, two words, three, three syllables apiece. They must be important because they're long. Uh, right, figuratively sensitive, sensitively. That's a, I always get called important. Sensitively I'm obscure. <laughs> right, I mean it's a fuck. Literally figuratively. Literally, <laughs> the expect two fifty. Literally figuratively. Wild sensitivity. Wild sensitivity. <laughs> I can't make that up. It is literally called wild <laughs> sensitivity. Wild the expect. Well, it, the name of the thing is expect, and on their sign they have. Expect right. wild sensitivity and wild sensitivity. That is, sounds like a condom ad. Wild sensitivity <laughs> are the only two <laughs> words you need to describe premature ejaculation. For pleasure. <laughs> if you think about it, define premature ejaculation with only two words: wild sensitivity. Came quick. Came quick. That's right. <laughs> oops. <Yeah>. Oops. <laughs> That's sorry. Uh, yeah, oops. Sorry. Oops, There's two words. Sorry. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> right. You finish yourself. I'm gonna go have a sandwich. The and then there was the. 
But KPS, whatever, <laughs> Beyond Imagination. Mm. That was a sport bike. Yes. The Beyond Imagination. Yes, yes. 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 The oh, Beyond Imagination. Lord. Right, the Beyond Imagination. It, uh, if I look at that too hard, it looks like it'll break. I felt, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. And the, then there's this thing, which the little I really wanted to sit in that. The electric for, cube car? I want yeah. to sit in that and fart and see if I can blow the doors open. <laughs> the clown car? The electric cube car with the, with the sunroof that opened the wrong way. No the, the, way. The, the, the Chinese clown yeah. car? Yeah. yeah. With the sunroof open The like sunroof this. opened that way. <laughs> so, so we're yeah. like, you know it can't go over 20 miles an hour yeah. because the sunroof literally opens as an air dam. It's like a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, it was just, but you think about it, they spent, you know, they spent five or six grand for each show. So I'm going to assume mm-hmm. they did Cleveland. I'm going to assume they did all eight shows. So they, you know, they did about fifty grand plus your manpower to be there. The four Chinese guys in the booth, and then Mike. I'm trying to remember his last name, but he's a Jersey guy. He's one of those Jersey Jewish Jersey guys boy. who gets into the motorcycle industry, and he's yeah, worked for a it's... number of different. Yeah, he's worked. <laughs> at, yeah. Mosca, Mike Moskowitz or something like that, you know. Anyway, Fievel. Well, yeah, he's he's worked for a number of different distributors, and there are these guys that are just like they'll just their flavor of the week, man. They'll work for whoever will hire them, and they understand the industry a little bit. And yeah, that's looking, how Jackie is. They'll well, no, these guys are the guys that are literally. I want you to give up. I want you to stop having standards. I want <laughs> you. <laughs> I want you. Could you not give a shit for a while? Well, could you and... embrace my barbed cock? <laughs> could you embrace my thorny tail? Can you embrace the smell of brimstone that you get on your breath every time you suck my barbed cock for this Chinese piece of <clears throat> that you're going to go to a bunch of dealers and tell them is a great product they can sell on their showroom floor because. That's what it is. You're going to need to swallow and not spit. Okay. But how do you be a distributor for that? How do you go, I love motorcycles. Motorcycles are my life. I'm going to visit a bunch of dealers across America and try to convince them to carry the Fling Poo Wild Sensitivity <laughs> Expect 250 whatever, uh, right? Well, how do, it's, it's the same guys that will be that were carrying all those Chinese scooters. Exactly. This is my point. This is it's, my point. It's is to the go shop down the street from Mentor. But they're not, because I will tell you this. There is that thing in uh, a guy that used to work for me used to say, they're not the worst. They're the best of the worst. <laughs> and you think about that statement. Like I know it's Chinese. Like a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movie. I know it's <laughs> I know it's Chinese. Quentin Tarantino, the best of the worst. But it's the best of the worst. Well, and kind of like the movie Feast. Well, <laughs> that was like the, the best, best of the of worst. The worst. <laughs> what it is? Worst spelled W U R S T. What Dustin's talking about is down the street from our East Side shop. There's a really good guy, and he's a great guy. He's a good guy. He's a very good guy. He's wonderful to work with, and he's selling. He is sung, and he's selling. You know, he's selling a Korean-made scooter. He's selling a Korean-made motorcycle, which we always said that he is sung. The people that copied the SV650 better than anyone's ever copied the SV650. Which I think is funny because I think they copied the SV650 better than Suzuki did. Because if you look at a Hiyosung, <laughs> if you look at a Hiyosung 650, I think it's actually a better built bike than the current line of SV650s oh, yeah, that Suzuki's oh, God, selling. Really cheap. I think Hiyosung copied a 1996 SV650 or a 2002 SV650, <clears throat> which is a comprehensively better product than the one you can currently buy at the S- at the Suzuki dealer. So cool, good for them. 
And Hyosung, you know, they're a South Korean company. They actually are quite good. They're excellent at what they do. And they're not an A-team. They're not a big four. They're not a big five. They're not in that game. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about it is the guy does agree to work on all the Chinese bikes. He works on the stuff. Uh, I know Poor he guy. was he was an ice bear salesman. <laughs> I know he sold ice bears for a while, which I feel terrible for him because I know what kind of shit he there. went through. And that's another thing. It's like, dude, you're the U.S. rep for ice bear. Once Did you again, say ice bear trike. What does what does that barbed? <laughs> they cock, have them out front every now and then. What does that barbed cock taste like? Because you're you are looking at a customer and going, yeah, this is great. And it's not great. They don't even make it from that shop to our shop to break down. You know, they don't have the courtesy of making it round trip. And this shit is. It's lowest bidder. It's crap components. We don't. We everybody here knows what Chinese bikes are all about. Everybody here works on Chinese bikes, and we all know what to expect from Chinese bikes. And we also know that there's multiple levels of Chinese bikes. God, I try not to work on them. I know, but it happens, right? And. Yeah, it's, like a, it's, it, it's like a rape. It's, hold on, it'll all be over soon. Let's not turn this rape into a murder. The uh, I don't think that there's... When you're doing that, when you're at the shows, we used to go to these indie dealer expos that were monstrous. And yeah, you're looking in the booth, and there's four or five Chinese guys that are there, because they work for the company, but they don't speak English, so they have the guy that they hired to represent them. And he's the one that's out there trying to line up all the potential dealers. They got their Parker. They got a Parker, exactly. And it's usually somebody who's worked for a couple of different manufacturers, knows their way around, knows some of the distributors. But that's the first step is before you get these bikes homologated, you got to at least have a dealer network who's interested in selling them. If you don't have any dealers lined up, why bother going through the EPA testing? It's just not. It's just not worth doing. The uh, oh, John Mecklefresh is going to be here in fifteen to twenty minutes. Hey guys, I'm going to let you know right now that this podcast is about to get sideways fucked (laughs) in about twenty minutes because it is John Mecklefresh's birthday, and we have uh, probably good intel that he's been tanked for at least past three. hours. He's been pre gaming for at least a couple three hours. Yeah, so about here. He would be a train wreck. So he was he was he was misspelling text with numbers. So if you're a podcast listener and you like hearing a podcast go off the rails single handedly because of John McElfresh, you're about to be the happiest listener ever. Yeah. You can be like Oh good, this is gonna get great. He's coming from the strip club. Shut up. Bring on the McElfresh. Bring on the train wreck. <laughs> and he's coming from the strip club. And he's coming from the strip club. Oh yeah, yeah I don't think he was the strip show. club. It's going to be oh, a shit show. Oh, boy. It's his birthday. And you know what? I'm happy he chose to spend some of his birthday with us. Hey, it's your birthday. Say it's your birthday. You giant fucking loony tune. birthday to you. Yeah. Sorry. Beatles. So that's kind of the thing. Really? And we're going there. The... The other thing I did want to talk about, what were you going to say, Steve? Did you brought something? Oh, no, I just, uh, before things go off the rails, yeah, yeah. I wanted to thank. <laughs> yeah, get it in now. I wanted to thank, I wanted to thank all the podcast listeners who said, Holy came shit! To see us and, yes! And especially awesome, the guy that brought me White Castle. Oh, so that was, that was oh my <laughs> God. You got shit. White Castle? Yeah. Oh, my God. The guy that gave us all the acronyms, like, the guy that gave us all the acronyms, all the crazy club name yeah. acronyms, happened. He he brought in Africans. He brought in he brought in uh, what a dozen sliders. Yeah. yeah, he smuggled them in his messenger bag. Him and his dad came in and said, "Hey, 
I know one of your guys loves White Castle. Yeah, I do. Oh. And he said, I'm bringing in White Castle. Oh, for... God, did you poo yourself? I'm bringing no, in White I... Castle. So... Yeah, Castle's <laughs> one of my favorites. Steve's, <laughs> Steve's prolapsed anus thanked you. Right. <laughs> oh, I thought Steve was going to bust a tear. He was like, one of our podcast listeners brought us White Castle. I was well, like, see, no, dude, he brought you White Castle. He works with bring it all me. day long, though. So. That's all, all me. You. That's all you. Um, yeah, they did. And, uh, I, and I thank you for the 24 hours I tasted them. Oh, yeah, because they, <laughs> they do visit you. Oh, They're, I love them. Right, they do come around a little I bit. Love those things. They, uh, oh, God. And then we had an apple pie, a Troyer Farms <laughs> Amish pie, apple yes. pie. Dutch apple pie brought to us by uh, one of our podcast listeners, who, best story of the weekend, is Amish. Hmm? Was a was a practicing Amish person until he was thirty five years old. He didn't he didn't escape during Rumspringa because his father was a priest and and he did not want to reflect poorly upon his father by leaving the fold, so to speak. It's me. Um, he didn't want to leave the fold while his dad was a priest and all that good stuff. So he waited until his father passed. So he, and then he left. Now he's still down there. He sells feed and stuff, wow. and he's you know down in that Berlin, Ohio, Berlin. Ohio area. Does he ride motorcycles now, though? He does, and he's got a DRZ 400 nice. with all the hoopty good shit on it. Awesome. Oh, all the fancy shit on his good DRZ. Pick. And he came in, and Chrome uh, <laughs> and I were speaking some German with him. <laughs> and it turns out Not that. Not very much. <laughs> well, it turns out that my shitty drunk beer hall German, which is the only way you can describe my German, is, you know, half retarded, half drunk. Uh, you know, look at our special friend, Phil. He's trying to speak German. Uh, well, he got it, and he said, he goes, no, he goes, your, your Pennsylvania Dutch is on the money. So it turns out that, that my fucked up German might actually, I may have accidentally stumbled into Pennsylvania Dutch. Because uh, we carried on a good little conversation. Dutch and German are very similar. They're, are they yeah, definitely you, you very similar. Kind of, I'm sitting there just No, we were schlebischlabbing back and forth a little while there, and it was down. cool. I can, Kind of, sort of, slow down. Oh, and he was like, he was like, oh no, he goes, you're right on the money for Amish, so I'm shitting German, but I'm on the money for Pennsylvania Dutch. Well, you can put me down in Middlefield, I'll blend right in. <laughs> I could be a fucking, I could drive the Yoder Toter and you everything. And, you and Jared. Yeah, I'm the man. I'm your man. The uh, oh, Jared, fourth, <clears throat> poor, poor fucking kids taking level four German, AP, AP German, AP German, fucking up his whole GPA <clears throat> just because he's taking German four. And his teachers are fucking see you next Tuesday. And like straight up real difficult high end German that, it. that Germans don't speak. Uh, but yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. He's speaking the German the Germans don't speak. Nobody talks that way. Yeah, that's that's the fucking bullshit uppity stuff. But yeah, they uh really cool. They the podcast listeners who showed up, we had somebody bring us out Apple Pie Moonshine. Ooh. My God, man. Where's that? I drank it. But I must say <gasps> Conversations with the podcast. I had to get through Saturday night somehow. So, yeah, everybody. I didn't even think that anybody listened to us. We really don't. We <laughs> we do actually we forget get fifteen to twenty thousand downloads per month. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I absolutely do forget, and I do forget that this actually does go out. I forget that people actually listen to it sometimes. I forget that it's not just <laughs> us looking at each other being stupid. 
I forget it all the time until like people complain about shit, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you complaining about?" <laughs> right? And I'm like, "Oh, wait, wait you're not supposed to be listening to this." <laughs> right? Wait, that's right. We do a show. Hold on. <laughs> you're not supposed to. How dare you complain about this shit? <laughs> How out, dare you complain about our free content? Fill out form thirty one eighty seven B and ask for your money back. Is it like a rebate? <laughs> you know what? You make your I'm shitty start podcast, selling commercials and make some money off of this. Yeah, you know what you got to do. Well, first step, we're doing good. We're I dropping them more frequently. That's good. That's mm-hmm. Step one to getting paid. I'll drop them every goddamn day for making money. <laughs> well, you got to you got to drop them. You got to drop them reliably to get to the point where people will give you money. So once they see that you're reliable, then they'll. Because I've learned that about approaching sponsors, the first thing they're looking forward is they go, "Yeah, you've had a podcast for five years, four years, yeah," and you got 150 episodes. And then their brain goes, "How many weeks are in five years?" And they go, "Well, you're not really reliable." And we go, well, we're not trying to be reliable. We're trying to be interesting. No, we're trying to ride our bikes in between yeah, the times right. that you're doing the podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but before somebody gives us their hard-earned yeah. dough, they want to make sure that we're not going to be, like, dropping a podcast once a month. You know, And I'll admit, summertime, it's harder to do it. So the, the fact that we're that Dustin's dropping them more frequently and we're getting reliable well, we're getting about weekly burning now. them, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll you know, get to the point where we can... Approach more people. Well, I'm I down, do want to pull I'm down, down in my studio a lot more now. Yeah. So it's I want to pull in that Harbor Freight sponsorship, man. I want to pull. I want that sponsorship so hard. Oh, by the way, I bought all my <laughs> Japanese Phillips screwdrivers or whatever. They're you got called. your JISs? Yep. Good man. From Harbor Freight? No, <laughs> they don't sell them at Harbor Freight. Oh, I was gonna say that could oh, have been a plug. Yeah, I got them on Amazon. We, yeah. we could have made money off of that. They don't sell JIS <laughs> screwdrivers at Harbor Freight. I looked. I tried. They don't make them. They don't sell them. <laughs> they so sell CIS. Please carry. <laughs> JIS. China, China. China industry standard. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a China industry standard fastener? Oh shit! Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. anywhere from here yep. to here. Exactly. That's a number two. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's it, uh, it came stripped from the factory. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, eight point one millimeter. <laughs> It's, it's got a most hardness of like one. It's a one. It's like Alcon Potter. It's grade one. Grade one hardware. It's rated in cheese. The Rockwell hardness of like one. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. Who, who Rockwell? Uh, no, it's literally like he said. It's rated. It's like, it's like is this, Velve- is this Velveeta or is this Stinton? Which one is it? It's a, it's a good hard cheddar. It's a, yeah, it's a cheese rocks. factor of five. Right. You have ten rocks on the ground and the hardest one to the lowest one and the one that it, it doesn't bend on. That's, That's great. Well, That's great for a rock. The uh, I would be totally. I will tell you, I feel qualified to use Harbor Freight as a sponsor because I do honestly. There are Harbor Freight tools that I do love and I do recommend. I think all their sockets and their wrenches. If, I mean, I think if you've ever worked at my East Side shop, you've worked with Harbor Freight tools. Yeah, I mean, I think they That's all a fact. they they stand yeah. up to at least like a craftsman quality. I'm gonna say for the uh, for the home gamer <clears throat> or for the light. Make, like the light commercial, they're just fine. They're absolutely okay. Their sales are awesome. <clears throat> just don't buy anything rechargeable. Yeah, yeah. I, I have not. And had if a anything problem. has an air hose on it, replace the air hose immediately. Because their air hoses last about three months. Yeah, I've not had a problem with any stuff. wrench or <laughs> socket or anything. They ooze. They get like gooey when they get cold. I'm, they do. You're right. Well, yeah, because and they're all over your hands. Yeah, yeah, because they're Harbor Freight. What yeah. is that? Yeah, I don't know, but I touch it every day, and I'm like, eh. Oh, wait. It's super I... creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy. You shouldn't keep those magazines in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the hose after all. 
Yeah. Oh, you're like, ah, yeah. oh, Chrome's been back yeah. here. Yeah. Think about you. They're like all those deep sea creatures that protect themselves by using slime. You know, <laughs> snail. They're snail-based products. The. Uh, but I did. I did. Uh, and we just lost that Harbor Freight endorsement. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that Harbor Freight is set up on a profit-based margin strong enough that they can tolerate some shithead like us. That, that we can't throw them off too bad. That that they can look at it and go, you know what? Any advertising is good advertising. You know, I I feel That's strongly Trump. about. It. I'm sure. I'm right. sure. It they, doesn't matter what you do to him. They probably will look at their shit and go, yeah, I know it sucks, but you know, hey. 14,000, 20,000 listeners, that's, that's got to, you know, hey, that's that's affordable. That's 20,000 that, more people that are going to get a free set of screwdrivers next time they go buy something for $10 at Harbor Freight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I have blister pack upon blister pack of free sets of screwdrivers. If you're doing the screwdrivers, you're doing it wrong, man. There are items that you got to go after. There are high well, I get value. The, I get the flashlights. The, and I get the multimeters. The, the flashlights. Uh, well, I have the magnetic have a ton of good storage. Uh, like, but I'm talking about all the freebies. Yeah, the I skip the multimeter because yeah. I have a flute, and yeah. and I'm just spoiled by that thing. Yeah. But I, I get the... I, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, when is fluke going to get rid of that... The two wires with the little clip on it for the—I mean, it's a seven hundred dollar right. meter. Come on, yeah. get something you just slide the battery in. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. dumb. I mean, you, you really shouldn't have the for seven hundred bucks. It's got literally, it's the shittiest nine volt connector ever. Right. It's the dumbest thing, and that nine volt connector is the weakest thing. When they invented it in nineteen sixty two, they were already breaking. And every nine volt thing you've ever hooked up in your life has been like one use cycle away from failing. That that is dumb. Why everything? A nine volt has two beautiful terminals on it that are literally designed to slot into to, something. Right? They'll yeah. slot into anything gotta, you want to slot it into. Put a, put, put a lipo in it, <clears throat> and then you exactly. just plug it in, and right. you're done with yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I have the same the problem. The fact that it runs on a 9-volt battery. I mean, I understand that it needs the current to do a lot of the testing. That's right. fine. But and you then can put the, a LiPo in it. Or, yeah. And their fuses are buried in there. You have to take yeah. the whole thing apart. The whole yeah. thing's got to come apart to change the fuse. Yeah. Uh, the Fluke meters, for as much money as they are, they do have a couple of very fucking obvious shortcomings. Yeah. And I love mine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, and I need to use them. Yeah. So. I got mine for free. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't yeah. give a shit. I don't have a Fluke. I have a Flake. It's a Chinese copy of a Fluke. It's good. I mean, it's it's right on the money, and I have no idea what brand it is, but it's it's been a great meter, and it's like you know, it's like a eighty dollar meter. Yeah, it's, not bad. it's been fantastic for everything <clears throat> I need it for. I have to do sourcing of like four to twenty milliamp signals. See, I don't have so, to do that. Yeah, so yeah. those things cost. Oh, it has to be calibrated. There are sixteen settings on my meter so. that I don't even need. <laughs> yeah. There are whole sections of my. God, there's, there's like 24 on mine that I have no oh, idea what they mean. Actually, my my meter could just have two two switches on it. Yeah. <laughs> DC, AC. Yeah. DC, AC, and ohms. That would be it. Yeah. And I would be like, totally okay. Yeah. And I have an I have an auto-ranging meter that is one of those ones that I always joke with. I'm like, it's an auto-ranging meter. It should have no controls on it. You just hook it to things, and it, it tells you what it is. Yeah. It doesn't auto-range in ohms. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it, it, I mean I've got settings that are like. <laughs> That's M, just how you test the fuse. M underscore dash dash R95 yeah. slash 52. You know, right. it's like, yeah. oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter. Like I said, my meter could literally. That's why the Harbor Freight meters, honestly, <clears> they do work great for what I'm doing most of the time because I'm looking for 
Red light, blue, I'm looking for red light, no light. I'm looking for, you know, presence and the, of... And the Harbor Freight meters are great for it basically as long as the 9-volt battery lasts. Of course. And then you throw them in the trash. Then you get another meter. <laughs> then you and go, you wonder then, why our society is fuckered. We're fuckered you, because we're throwing away, literally throwing away... Then you go buy another box meters. of nitrile gloves and get a free multi Right, yeah. <laughs> It's so wackadoodle. It's bananas. So I did. I've been looking real hard at the the numbers for next year because uh, the motorcycle industry is a really, really cruel mistress. And Harley Davidson, much to much contrary to a lot of other brands, Harley Davidson released its projected numbers for next year. They have to be down. They're down as fuck. Uh, they're down as fuck. We found out that a lot of the motorcycle industry council numbers that they were giving to the dealers last year were lies. And uh, two years ago. So they told us, like, oh, it's great. We're on the rebound. We're coming back up. And we're not actually coming back up. It was horrible. The, I, I kept saying, I was like, well, for, if we're all coming back up and we're all selling so many more bikes, how come it feels like I'm not selling more bikes? And I talked to my friends who own dealerships, and they all say the same thing. And I'm like, so where are these magical, mystical good numbers that I'm looking for? Right, yeah. This right. is the downside of fuel injection. Because when you had a carburetor, when it didn't start, they just threw it away. Mm. <laughs> and now, well, the downside is shitty gas. When you leave it there for five years, it'll still it'll start. It'll still run like crap, yeah. but it'll still it'll start. Run. And when you put a new fresh tank of gas in, All your problems a are a okay. little bit better. Fresh spark plugs, fresh tank yep. of gas, you're good to go. The biggest thing is that the gas prices this morning I saw were dollar eighty-seven. Now I don't know what part of the planet you live on, but here in Cleveland, Ohio, gas prices this morning dollar eighty-seven. That's crazy. Down, the store down the street, the the cheapo one down on Puritus or whatever, dollar eighty-three. So buck eighty-three a gallon, buck eighty-three a gallon. You're not going to sell a lot of motorcycles. You're just not. You know, there's very little stimulus for somebody who's not riding a motorcycle to go out and get one. When gas is four fifty a gallon, five dollars a gallon, and it's going to cost you. Remember that in this country, we're still selling F one fifties. We're still selling. Suburbans. We're still selling giant vehicles that get twenty miles the gallon or less. People I are still buying. Two dollars on my scooter today. Damn it. Two dollars. <laughs> yep. Two dollars. I paid two oh three. Right. And I wish I knew where the dollar eighty seven was. <laughs> and I would have right. saved. You would have saved twenty cents. Right. Yeah. You would have driven eighteen miles in eighteen degree weather to right. save that. To save twenty one cents. No. The uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. I go to wherever, and I. I mean, I go to a good gas station. I put premium in. It, what we've the learned in the shop it, is that back in the day, in 2008, when gas hit $4 a gallon, shit, when gas hit $3 a gallon, people were literally coming into the store with a look of panic on their face saying, what's the best fuel economy you have? What gets 100 miles per gallon? Because they literally just put $150 worth of gasoline in their vehicle. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then half yeah. the places shut you off at 75 so yeah. you couldn't even fill you up You couldn't the fill the tank. tank. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I've been in that position with my Econoline that has a 36-gallon tank. My Tundra is no slouch. It's got a 26-gallon tank. Yeah. It, yeah, at 4 bucks a gallon, you're over 100 bucks like that. And that's just to put gas in the fucker. So then riding a motorcycle that gets 40, 50 miles to gallon looks like a good thing. It's easy to justify the old lady. Hey, I need a motorcycle because I just can't afford to keep putting $100 or more a throw into this truck or whatever. Um, you take the kid hauler on your short trip, and I'm going to take the motorcycle. And uh, we'll save money in the household. Well, I think your business will be getting 
better real soon. I don't know. Because the gas is I think people are lower than it was two weeks ago. Easterners, yeah. Uh, dicks. So. Yeah, well, the gas is lower than it was two weeks ago, so it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. And the motorcycle industry as a whole is panicking because that low, low, low gas price. We also have people that are deciding to buy used bikes because the market is flooded with them. Oh, yeah. And because all the people that starting ride, started riding motorcycles in 2008 and 2009 because of the high gas prices, it's novelty's worn off now. And there's a lot of bikes that are being traded in with very, very low miles. So do you want to buy the Harley-Davidson Road Glide Ultra for $29,000? or you don't want to buy this one on my floor that is exactly the same bike that you can go to the dealership and buy today, but it's going to cost you $15,000. It's literally half the price. Right. For a bike that has 8,000 miles on it. And considering how many Harleys have been traded yep. in on those Californians, yep. can you imagine the glut of used bikes it's at crazy. the Harley dealerships? Oh, it's insane. I mean, they're going to have to start crushing them. They have rows and rows of that well, shit. Well, that's what I'm they saying. Do. They're going to have to crush them in order just to... you got color choices sales. on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you yeah, you do. Yeah. You actually, for a street glide, you can pick your color. Yeah. You want, a, you want a street glide with 4,000 miles on it? What color street glide with 4,000 miles do you want? You can be as choosy with the used bike as you can with the new bike. Damn there. It's crazy. And that's why Harley-Davidson is projecting a massive loss. And <clears throat> 5% may not seem like a massive loss to you, but when you're Harley-Davidson, 5% is a massive loss. That's one out of 20 bucks. Well, part of their problem, too, is the way they do their R&D. Okay, so they took their old twin cam, and then they, they made it into cooled a one cam. valve. Yeah, no, but then they yeah. made the new engine, yeah. and they, and instead of just saying, "Listen, we're just going to jump ahead, yeah. water cool the whole thing, yeah. and be done with it," instead right. of having to do R and D after R and D after R and D. Yeah, it's like the death of a thousand cuts kind of thing. They're right. eventually going to get there, but it ain't going to happen in a hurry. Yeah, but what are they thinking? I mean, Half measures. You could very easily explain it away, mm-hmm. and if people are there for the sound and want to be a poser, mm-hmm. yeah. then it doesn't really matter. They don't give. They don't know what no, four they valves really don't are care. compared the, to two valves compared to water no. cooling. Compared Most to of the people, the Milwaukee, their whole thing though is heritage. Well, it's like they 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 want you. They they want the new Harley buyer to buy. The forty-year-old Harley, hmm? but oh. brand new. Yeah, but look at a Chevy. Look at a Ford three hundred and fifty. Look at a Ford or four point six versus yeah. a three hundred and two or whatever. I mean, <clears throat> Ford three hundred and fifty. I think it's a little Sorry, different with car with cars right. though. People people expect modern technology. Right. With with motorcycles, especially with the person that's drawn towards a Harley Davidson, right. expects. Potato, vintage potato. tech, yeah, potato, potato, <laughs> potato. They expect vintage technology. But look at the California. You can get a potato at Idle, and you can get smooth as silk whenever you want. And you yeah. can put yeah, that all in electronics. And that's why people trade their Harleys for them. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Indian dealers and Motoguzzi dealers are loaded with trade in Harleys because <clears> people <throat> that bought into that mentality seven years ago, eight years ago, are a little pissed off. They're a little jaded. They've had their experience with the Harley Davidson machine, the, the world of Harley Davidson, and they're not so happy with it anymore. And they want an alternative. Like I said, parade mode. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I do, yeah. but I, I really studied that Milwaukee Eight. Yep. And I like it. I mean, I like it compared to the Twin Cam. It's. I mean, it, it certainly it seems, seems like it would be a more simple solution, a more elegant solution. Right. And it also gets the EPA numbers that they desperately needed to get. The castings look good. I mean, just the cutaway. I mean, yep. at least in the cutaway. I mean, it looked like a. 
they might and they've improved over what they had. This so. podcast very rarely talks to new bike buyers. Very rarely do we have anything to say to people who are considering buying a new motorcycle. <clears throat> what surprises me and the reason it's noteworthy is for the first time in a while there's an actual admission. People are going to say, and this is hard, you'll you'll never get a distributor to say this. You'll never get a manufacturer to say <clears throat> we're going to have a tough year this year. And that's fucking rare. I've been in this industry a long time. It's always we had a tough year last year. No, it's always wine and roses though. Last year we had a tough year, but everyone said how good it was going to be. Everyone yeah. said we're on the rebound. Yeah, we'll admit it. 2009 kicked us in the dick, but we're bringing it back, and we're bringing it back slowly, step by step. <laughs> this is 2009. 2009 did kick us in the dick. Everybody got kicked in the dick. Yeah. Everybody, every motorcycle dealer I know. In 2008, sold like a joke. Our our joke is, and this is only a joke because it's hilarious. Hmm. This is a factual thing. In 2008, we sold 400 bikes. So gas was five bucks a gallon. Price was 4.29 a gallon, and you could and, get credit if you could sign your name. And Bush gave everyone three grand. Okay, so where's my three grand? Yeah, well. That that 2008 perfect storm of a high gas price, very easy easy financing for anybody who could literally write their name. You know, we were approving 500 credit scores. We were getting people financed on a 500 credit score right now. Sign your name. There's your bike. Go ride. Now we've got a dollar eighty six a gallon, and if you've got a 700 credit score, I can't guarantee I can get you approved. And that's not for real. I mean. I've had 670s and 680s get denied on bikes. Well, that's going to be used up now, too. Once but it wasn't this year. Yeah. No, not this year, but next right. year you might see an easing. It wasn't this year. The, the credit and banking regulations. The credit has been tight and hard to get <clears throat> and careful. Banks are being very careful now. They got slapped, too. So that 2008, 400 bikes. 2009, 100 bikes. Wow. I don't care who you are. Go from 400 units to 100 units. Talk to me about that. Tell me how that works for you. You did 400 in 2008. You did 100 in 2009. I'd be good in my So business. 2008, you had hookers and blow. And right. 2009, no. Fucking ramen. <laughs> you had ramen and a handy from the neighbor. Uh, <laughs> if she was sporty. Because she was hard up for the money. If she was sporty. the uh, She needs some ramen. That. Yeah. I'll do anything for a bag of ramen. But we got 100. We went from 400 to 100. You're easy, Steve. Well, we were thrilled because we didn't go out of business. As long as it's, uh, it's shred. Yeah. yeah. None of that chicken stuff. That chicken's foul. foul. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's awful. The uh, Beef ramen. I haven't, eat that. I haven't eaten ramen noodles for 30 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time. I haven't eaten ramen noodles since I had to. The, uh, that's what it comes down to. I eat them all the time. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> you just, they're an easy snack. A discerning palate. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, it's, it's Why don't you just open snack? your mouth and just inhale the flour? It's the, uh, well, I eat White Castle, so I can't even you can't, say that. <laughs> uh, uh, but my daughter's obsessed with Japanese food. Oh, really? Yeah, so we keep sushi and ramen and all that. Stuff around. Just so. if you had the ramen noodles and you threw out the stuff in it and threw sushi in it. Oh my god! <laughs> I used to throw the stuff in and out and just put a little sugar on them. What? <laughs> sure. You still boiling? Well, yeah. Of There's, course. No, I eat them. All. I don't know. 
No, no. You still, you still boil them. So you take the flavor packet and but throw it away. throw that away. And put a little sugar in there. And yeah. No, a friend of mine taught me a trick. You use a, a beef It's like sugar on your starch. A beef bouillon cube. Well, yeah, that was my trick. Was always to take the ramen packet yeah. and bonus it with either a bonus <clears throat> it with either a beef bouillon cube or some other bouillon cube. So you double down on the flavor. <clears throat> yeah. You double down. It's on just doubling the, down on the sodium, honestly. Or the the yeah. garlic butter thing that comes oh. with pizza. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. <clears throat> You're eating ramen. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. There's no. There's not. I can't even pretend like there's anything I can do for you. You're <laughs> fucked. You're listening to the right podcast. If you know the on your the, flip uh, phone. the church of the flying spaghetti monster, it, it, man. Their, their whole thing is instead of amen, it's ramen. 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 <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I didn't know that, but that sounds brilliant. The yeah, I don't. For the life of me, I tell you, as as tough as it is, we are one of the few shops that survived. We know that here locally we've lost a lot of shops. The fact that Indian lost six fucking shops in one day, that's that speaks to people are not selling and making money the way they're supposed to. There's only one Honda dealer left in Kyle Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, what I mean, what we have so going for us is, is maintenance. Plug for that. Well, you know, because yeah, right. people might not right. be buying new units. Right. But they have Your existing units that need oil changes like and tires. Yeah. And Keeping shit alive is important. Yeah, you know, being able to do service is vitally important. But the, as a whole, we're seeing this like very, very strong pullback from buying new shit, and people are buying, you know, they're buying used shit and they're buying other stuff. Oh, 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 we got a shit show shall commence. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Hey! hey. It's your birthday! Hey, where are you coming from? Um, <laughs> White Lightning and Chocolate Thunder. White Lightning and Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> Did you make it to Christie's? Were those both of her names? Oh, this is my friend Mike. Mike, Mike, what's going on, man? Cheers. Cool. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. He, will go by Johnny. Mike. he will not go by his last name. It's okay. We don't need a last name. We got an extra chair over here. We don't need last names. Last names are <laughs> totally. It's Johnny Mac's birthday on the podcast. Yeah. Happy birthday on the podcast. The, uh, so, what, were you at Christie's? <laughs> Don't worry, your wife doesn't listen. For the podcast, for the people listening in podcast land. Is this recording? Christie's oh, is yeah. a uh, tax advice uh, Was I story. at Christie's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I can oh, smell the Love's boy. Baby song. Yes. Yes. I, I can see so the glitter. The, <laughs> the only guy I know going to Christie's wearing a goddamn, literally a Scooter Q t-shirt with the Mexican Scooter Mafia logo on it. I went right after work. Couldn't waste time. I had to get to the podcast. Had to get to yeah. No, you didn't. You had to go get some boobies on you. <laughs> oh my god! I, it's been a long time since I've been to Christie's. That's uh, yeah, me too. they're pros. Yeah. Mike, this is Phil, yeah. Dustin, Johnny Chrome, yeah. Steve Hoffert, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me. How you doing? Welcome, man. Mike. And Mike's Steve, Steve Hoffert's left. Mike's yeah. That's fine. <laughs> right, exactly. So that was cool. So you, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you you cured the uh, you did your part to support working moms in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my job. My job is to support Chocolate Thunder and White Lightning. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did you see Princess Varicosa? Uh. <laughs> I think Mike was quite impressed with my uh, demeanor inside the club. Oh, you was it a misdemeanor? You know me. Yeah. Oh, he's built for strip clubs. Yeah, he yeah, he's a true pro. Was it, was he get, yeah. He's getting the ladies. Yeah. 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 
immediately attracted. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what? As no, they as... see him and they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> easy money. As long as you got a fistful of dollars. All we got to do is rub this country boy the right way, and the money's just gonna <clears throat> shoot out of his pores. Double lap dance. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you got exactly. a double lap dance. <laughs> I'd like a lap dance for misdemeanor. Can I tell? Can I tell the story? He thought yeah. it was a two for one. It's not to be the case. Can I get a two for one? <laughs> no. Because they were both sitting on my lap. I understand. I'm like, I want a two for one. Right. It's my birthday. And they came and solicited you. Right. Right. We talked yeah. for a while. Right. No, no. Yeah. I put my finger up for Greg. We talked for a while. <laughs> you didn't put your finger in your crack. You checked the fluids. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Checked your diff. Injection or no, I just I just checked your diff, man. That's all I did. Was she a court low? I just checked the diff. We all know. Yeah. She was topped off, man. And she was topped off. I, I just Ooh, did her a favor. That's kind of gross. I said, hey, while you're here, I'm just going to check. I'm, while you're here, I'm just going to check your final when drive. Doubt, when in doubt. When in doubt, send a scout. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Oh, yeah. boy, this podcast yeah. has turned. <laughs> No man, that, that, believe me. Help a brother out. When in doubt, yeah. send a scout. That's uh, that's all there is to it. But that's a great way to do your birthday, man. That is that is the best way to well, do your birthday. Before that, we went to Sausage Fest. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Holy shit! <laughs> Wait. So you're saying you went to the Schwitz? No, uh, he wants oh, to go to Schwitz. That's a different really sausage bad. fest. Oh, yeah. This guy's got Schwitz written all I over. Really? I haven't been this year. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like oh, the Schwitz. I, love the Schwitz. I haven't been in a while, so it's man, I've good. had the Schwitz before. It's <laughs> yeah. the Schwitz. I have the Schwitz almost every day, but it's a different yeah. kind of Schwitz. Yeah. <laughs> so you were at Sausage Fest. That was at Music Box Supper Club. Uh huh. Oh my God, was Cleveland. was Chris Smith there? Chris Smith <laughs> and the Charcuterists. <laughs> and the Charcuterists. No, yeah. they weren't. But it was made by uh, the guy. Who was the State Meats. State Meats. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had a nice selection. Of yeah, meats, of that's pretty cool. Sausages. You got your you got your fill of Daddy, nitrites. Would you like some sausages? Yeah. And then you went and saw naked Daddy, ladies. Would you like we some were totally salted up. We were snorting some pink snot. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got in a fight because they wouldn't play the chicken dance. At the strip club? <laughs> no, at the yeah. Sausage Fest. Oh, okay, that's fair. Well, it was D- DJ Kishka. Oh, are you kidding That's my me? friend Justin. Yeah, Justin, yeah. Oh, I should oh, have wow. dropped your name. He would have you could it. have. Oh, he would have played it for you? Oh, yeah, he would have played it. I think yeah. he was doing all vinyl. It was all vinyl, so he couldn't oh, just... Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Laptopery. And right. Yeah, laptop-ery. He's, no, he's, yeah, he's my dude. <laughs> I'm, Some lame level of laptopery. <laughs> I'm going to have a laptoperscope. Him and I are doing a TV show together, actually. Oh, my God. We should go back down there. That could be fun. What? If you're into fat girls. DJ Kiska and the Meat Fest. <laughs> I dig fat girls. Oh wait, that's black. Oh hey, you know what's coming up? Is Dingus Day. Yeah, that's oh, Dingus that's, Day. Is, that's is, Justin's thing. That's right after right after Easter. Yeah. You get to go down and and that's that's a great day because it's just. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's the Polish St. Patrick's. It's day. the Polish St. Patrick's Day. It's a little <laughs> chillier out, and the standards are much lower. Uh, day after Easter, right? Yeah, day after Easter. Yeah. 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 The standards are... I was very surprised with how low the standards were on Dingus Day. <laughs> you know, tomorrow... The girls is... will carry Pussy Willow, and they carry Pussy Willow. If they're interested in you, they'll hit you with the Pussy Willow. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole thing. That's the whole game. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They, they smack you with they the Pussy Willow. They smack you with the Pussy Willow. That's like, hey, it's game on. And uh, I was very impressed with... Let's just say the odds were good, but the goods were odd. 
<laughs> and, uh, it was, yeah, my, my friend Justin yeah. created that whole thing to take. It's fantastic. Time. It's fun. It's a good. It's a good day. Out. Well, well he, tomorrow he, is the Brown Still Suck Parade. Downtown. Oh, is that now? <clears throat> That's tomorrow. So we they we're, we're not going to get the actual. Perfect season, zero right. wins. No, because they actually won one. Because of the fucking Chargers. Because the Chargers had to suck so bad <laughs> that they lost to the Browns. Yeah. Totally defeated champion. Seriously. We couldn't get it. Fuck you. Undefeated, totally defeated championship. <sighs> and we, but the Chargers had to roll over. <laughs> like, how bad of a team do you have to be to be like, I'm going to deny you a perfect fail? Yeah. I'm going to lose to the Browns. <laughs> right, I'm going to lose to the Browns. It's like the toilet bowl. It's <laughs> the puppy bowl. <laughs> it's just such a bad deal. So that's they're going to have an actual parade tomorrow. No, they're going to have a party because they were going to have a parade and then they were like, no. Well, like the the uh, background picture on their Facebook page is the guy from uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Lecter. With, uh, with Seriously? Lecter with the not Lecter, the guy with. Oh, Wild Bull. Wild Bill. It places lotion in the basket. It does what it's told. It gets the hose. It's like, I fuck me. Yeah. Do a little basket with lotion and a little poodle. Yep. Welcome to the Cleveland Browns. I just like hearing John say, I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Pretty good. I'd fuck me real hard. So what? So here's my question for you because I am a. He's going. I'd fuck me. Senior Wenceslas says, "I'd fuck me." The Senior Wenceslas says, "I would suck that glue." Oh God! Were you guys talking about motorcycles or something? Not at all. Thank you. No, it'd be terrible to waste a podcast on motorcycles. So here's my question: How long? How many hours you guys at Christie's? Hours, like minutes. This one's gonna be all of our money. It wasn't long. It was like wow. It was like a drive by. the last time I was in that place, the girls were so mercenary. I mean, they were truly special forces. Like I went in, I sat down, I hung out for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden, I realized I had no money. And I knew that I was in trouble when I saw my hand going towards the ATM with a card in it. And I was like, whoa, 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 that's my hand and my arm and my ATM card. What the fuck is happening here? Yeah. So John comes well, back from the twofer. Yeah, the twofer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, do you have ten bucks? <laughs> it was buy one, pay two. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could tell how long they were at Christie's because they showed up with a twelve pack of High Life. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was like, yeah. ooh, they Christie's wow. themselves out of the expensive beer section. Yeah, that's how uh, you dropped your the, cigarillos, your swishers. The uh, yeah, the last time I went Don't to fall. Christie's, I wasn't in there very long. We used to have an ace. <laughs> In the hole, because Kimmy worked there. Kimmy. So Kimmy worked there, and so it was like you'd go in there, and Kimmy was like, "Phil," you know. And all of a sudden, because you have a friend that works there, everything works easier. And I, I had an ace in the hole day. there because I had. A I'm friend. pretty sure she does. Yeah, I had a friend that sold coke to everyone that worked there. <laughs> That's a friend to have right there. So I mean, I would show up and not pay for a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, shit, we should go back down there after the podcast. Yeah, right. I don't think yeah. he sells coke anymore. Yeah, with bags of cornstarch for all my friends. <laughs> yeah. Still smell good. Yeah, well, guess what. 
Yeah. That's always a good sign. When you show up in an event and you're like, you're wearing that shirt and somebody comes up to you and like, it's like cinnamon, vanilla. You gotta get that oh, smell really? off you before you get home or, you'll, or else your wife's No, mine like, was always hey. just glitter and I loves baby I really quick to drop off the Girl Scout cookie money before I spend it on strippers. Good man. <laughs> that's a pro tip. <clears throat> if you drop off a Girl Scout that's cookie money at home, that's a good man. Yeah, that would never happen. I'm sure that my band uh. candy when I was like a teenager got you put up to all sorts of nefarious fucking... Oh, Philip, I owe you 80 bucks for band what? candy. Uh, we don't have any bourbon? I told him there'd be bourbon. There'd, there'd bourbon. be scotch. There's bourbon. There'd be there's bourbon and scotch. There's no... There's, it's your birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> but it ain't my birthday. There's scotch. It might be your birthday, but it's not my birthday. <laughs> you know what? You bring back one of those girls, we'll open the strand of hands. Right. If Chocolate Thunder was here, we'll open the strand of hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly it. I did say that was for special occasions. Going to or coming out of jail qualifies. Ah. That's it. Yeah. Opening the strand of hands. Yeah, there you go. See? Ta-da. Do we know where this came from? Nope. No idea. You brought that. That McCollin's delicious. Yeah, that's delicious. He's actually... My friend Mike here... We have bottle. We have ice and glasses. He, uh... There's two sides to Mike. <laughs> two sides to Mike. Steve's like, ah, uh, yeah, I'll take side, some scotch. He knows Shank nothing about motorcycles. Uh, the, the second side is... That's funny, he didn't look by curious. He knows <laughs> everything about bourbon. Oh, good yeah. man. Well, if you got to like ruin your life, that's a good way to ruin it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's better to die by... Better to have a bottle in front of me than a frontal bottom. Wait, I want to light the fuse. No. Oh, that fuse is lit, motherfucker, yeah. I'm going to go replace my uh, gin and tonic. My gin and slonic. The, uh, oh, cunt. Cunt, 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 cunt. Sorry, every time I burp, I swear. Yeah, well, there you go. The, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, I, a, I have like burping Tourette's. That's yeah. right up there with smooth drinking. Right. Doesn't, make, doesn't make you cringe after you take no, a sip? No, totally toothless. So Declawed. Declawed oh, yeah, and delicious. That's good. That is good. The, uh... Oh, baby. I did buy a bottle of Stranahan's. Or actually, my wife bought Hit me a that. bottle of Stranahan's. That is good. Yeah. When she was in Chicago. Really? And I drank it, and it was nothing. Well, it's different now. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was nothing like the, the bottle we killed the, that one night. <laughs> we killed like a $120 bottle of you fucking know what? That was delicious. <laughs> and I still, I still <laughs> have that bottle. That's, that's the night. I think they say we so killed it is kind of a... Misnomer, sort huh. of. John killed it. It ran away. <laughs> it died a valiant death. <laughs> Opening that bottle of Stranahan's was my gift to y'all. You can taste what good I'm bourbon tastes like. I got a bottle yeah. of 80 Banks, which is the yeah. original yeah. guy. That's so the, original, one of yeah, those. the original distiller. Yeah, that's a good That's a good move. I, I mean, I'm not too picky when it comes to the, the boozes. Because I'll that's a good scotch, though. I, yeah. no, that's, I, that's I enjoy that. That's delicious, yeah. That's yeah, that is. That's that's not that's too picky. <laughs> it's important to not be too picky about your drinks, because if you're too picky, then oh, that means yeah, there's a lot of them that are going to make you unhappy. It might just be and I'd rather be happy. Yeah. The happier I am. The extra cold is, is nice. Is there any law about it's got to be room temperature or something? Or like no, because I, no. I throw I an warm, ice cube in That stuff's good warm. Only if you're a scotch bitch. That's fine. The... It is. So, how many years old? How many times have you gone around the sun? Forty-six. Forty-six. High five, One brother. year younger than me. Yeah, that's something. Two I years, two years younger than me. Six years younger yeah. than me. Yeah. Yes. I guess so, I'm the old man here. You are. You're technically the old man when Chris Smith isn't here. 
Chris makes me feel like 20 years younger. Yes, he does. Uh, he does have that. Right. Somewhere I there's. Fall, I would fall asleep during a podcast. Right. You have never fallen asleep in the podcast, and you don't own a Kawasaki Concourse. Yes. So you do have that going for you. I yeah. do wish Christmas was here with some of his beautiful meats and with cheese. their charcuteries. This is meat and cheese. Uh, yeah. meats with the delicious Christmas. meats and cheeses. Christmas yeah. does have a. It does have beautiful meat. <laughs> <laughs> he, like and he hangs Christmas it in his basement. Yeah. He he what? was hilarious. I like to have Chris's meat in my mouth. Uh, we do <laughs> we do very frequently at the uh, at the motorcycle show podcast. We were just getting, we were kind of doing our podcasty thing, and Chuck Schramm from Zero showed up with a bag of fucking jerky. Oh my and we were God. like, so we can't have a podcast about somebody giving us salted meat. Like, that's just a fucking fact. <laughs> and it's just weird. It's just like, it conjures up. The fact that we're doing what we're doing just oh, that was the, up Was that the meat. venison jerky? I, well, was, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It was a dead animal that was salted. <laughs> you're like, eh, it's it was just, yeah. salty dead animal it's flesh. Venison. It's Kill it. It's sore. It. It's elk. It. You've dried it out and salted it. You can't tell what the fuck it ever right, was. At that point. Yeah. And honestly, venison, for the, you know, and all you deer hunters, I'm about to fuck you. Because venison, <laughs> venison tastes like Not shit. literally. The fact you have to take venison and mix it with pork or beef, or anything else to even make it palatable, tells you it's a fucked up animal. You might no, as well be shooting you, dogs. If you cook it right, it Fuck, tastes no, really good. Bullshit. Uh-uh. Wrong. Man, my friend's mom could cook it beautifully. She was mixing it with cat, and you didn't know. You had no idea. <laughs> you know, you might be right. Every time I've ever eaten venison, it's always been like... Oh yeah, we we got to. It behaves up. well with any kind of uh, vinegary stuff. So okay, yeah, which means vinegar you mar- kills your fucking taste buds. And no, but it's, yeah. it, it it like tenderizes the the. Venison to me always uh, tastes like dog. I'm sorry, I'm beyond, the, I'm beyond so, the point of being. So does the bumper right. of my jeep. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. <laughs> you know what? Deer is a survival food. Deer is literally like. You got to be in a pretty bad way to be like just like eating up some deer because everybody else I know is like, oh, I got this I, venison. No, I shot, yes. you know, I shot this deer, and here's ten pounds of venison because I can't get rid of the shit. <laughs> and they're like, oh, here's your venison. I'm like, okay, great. I'm gonna try cooking this. Nope, just throw it away. We'll put rabbits. rabbits in the same category. <laughs> Tomato sauce. Awesome. So that works. Anything with yeah. anything with acid. Squirrel. Well, that tells you if it takes Squirrel. acid to make something taste better. <laughs> I don't eat right. the black squirrels. You don't eat the black squirrels. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Racist. No, because they're overtaking all of Lakewood. So right. That's why I right. Yeah, yeah. Eat you eat the, the black squirrels? Yeah, you know where they came from? Canada. They right. did? They do. I thought they yeah. came Kent State. No, they came over the frozen I thought lake. Kent State. Really? Kent yeah. State has the black squirrels. They do. And so yeah. does Ontario. So Ontario's so does got black squirrels. Well, they didn't used to. No. So it used to be if you wanted to see a black squirrel. So, Mike, do you like the motorcycle podcast? Right. Congratulations. (laughs) Squirrel. Uh, Squirrel. What was the subject tonight? I have to be back refreshed tonight. Oh, the the podcast was. So what did we all like as a follow-up to the. What did you like and hate from the motorcycle show? What did you like at the motorcycle show? John. Or what did you hate at the motorcycle show? <clears throat> what did I like at the motorcycle show? Well, what I saw at the motorcycle show, one of the things was that little tits BMW. Which, which <laughs> really you got it, girl. The, th- the, the GS310? The, the GS310. Made yeah. in India, by the way. Yep. I don't really no, care. No, but what I'm saying Like we said, is we I looked thought, at it. I thought the welds looked good. Right. I thought good. the welds looked good. I thought it looked like a good bike. What blew me out of the water is the reverse heads 
set. Yeah. Where the, the fucking carburetor was on the front was on the, and, the, right. and the exhaust is coming yeah. out the fuel injector was in the front. Yeah. Which is, that was cool. Which because is, that cuts down on the plumbing. That was seriously like that's cool. That's how it should be. Well, that's how snowmobiles work. That isn't, isn't you put the fuel injector be? on the front, you put the exhaust on the back, because that's the way God intended. Like tax motors like that. Right. The other thing that I was impressed with, and I mentioned to Phil at the time, was that the Ninja 650 looked like a Ninja 300. Oh, you couldn't make and that bike. And it felt anymore. like a Ninja 300. It was yeah. this little tiny bike, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's Ninja a 650. 650. Yeah, that they really did impressive. tighten it up. I, I sat on that yeah. bike. It looked uh, tiny. And flicked it around, and was just like, yeah. holy I'll shit. I'll be honest, I'm a Honda hardcore. <laughs> right. Me too. But I was very impressed with the whole Kawasaki <clears throat> lineup. Yeah. Kawasaki did a good job had, this year. Yeah. The plethora of bikes yeah. that they showed up, they yeah. represented. They did. They did great. The BMW hey, stuff seemed neat. We had a great idea. I'm going to share it with you. So next year, we're going to print out paper historical plates okay. on the printer. Historical plates. Right. And we're going to put double-sided sticky tape on the back. We're going to go into the Suzuki booth, and like all their bikes that have been out since before 1992, <laughs> we're going to put historical <laughs> plates on them. You're right. You're right. They've just been coming out with the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It would be fun, though, because we, we could actually puzzle ourselves and be like, what bike has been out since 92 and still being sold in each booth? I got to sit on an Africa Twin, which I've been interested in the Africa Twin. I didn't see you. I expected to see you. Was that Africa Twin called Chocolate Thunder? (laughs) (laughs) If you chase Chocolate Thunder, you melt my heart. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a crunchy exterior, but a hot black interior. Okay. You guys all know me and everything. Uh, here we go. But do you think that you, me, and Chocolate Thunder had a real connection? There was a, I saw a spark as much there. of a connection yeah. as you ever going to get at Christie's. When I talked about how much I'd like to date a stripper sometime in my life. And you're supposed to do it when you're younger. How much yeah. I like to really Technically, you're supposed to do it when you're younger. Yes. What an oral freak I was and everything. Right. Yeah, there you right. go. I wasn't like, privy to all of that, but... but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, Thankfully. for this podcast, there will be a bar over Mike's eyes. <laughs> There's an audible bar over Mike's yeah. eyes. Yeah. This, this is not, the only voice We're not shooting video. <laughs> you can deny your voice. It's okay. I can tell you for sure that I promised both of those girls... A house white, in the country? White lightning and chocolate thunder. <laughs> At least six orgasms, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, you only have $30. So I'm on an installment program. I'm going to be doing payroll forwarding from now on. Yeah. Yeah. You hopefully, got auto pay? You hopefully the city of Cleveland pay. does that. Just shows up in her G-string. Every two weeks, magically, $100 shows up in her G-string. Ping! Just shows up in her PayPal account. Can we please oh, get down with this stupid fucking podcast? Technology. So I can be get on with my birthday celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your next stop? I don't know. Where are you taking me? Oh, my God. I got no money. (laughs) (laughs) Phil's taking you for Mexican. Yay! (laughs) No, we're going to the Lido. No, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not. Oh, you should. You said the Lido, and then I looked at him, and I thought, Pool or pond? The pond's good. I get a pond. You'd like the pond. I'll tell you what. I love cottage cheese. (laughs) I'll go ball deep in some cottage cheese. For our podcast listeners, the Lido is a often talked about, very rarely visited 
uh, horrible go-go bar in Cleveland. Uh, been there six times. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> it isn't exactly what I'd call a strip club. I don't know if it's fair to call it a strip club. It's a bikini bar. No, no, not necessarily. With the, no, there's no uh, open titties. Man, I'm gonna go against you on that one. <laughs> oh, are they? Break it down is yeah. where black guys go to yeah. see white girls naked. Exactly. <clears throat> right. That's the perfect definition, and that is exactly what it is. Everyone goes. All of my hipster friends will be like, "I know. Let's do something dangerous and alternative. Let's go to the Let's go to the Lido." And I'm like, "You're gonna fucking hate it." <laughs> and they're like, "No, I want to go to Lido. I haven't been there in 15 years." I've never been to clearly. Lido. I've never been to the Lido that I didn't have to walk home afterwards. Good point. Excellent point. Nobody's ever. So you're saying I've there. never, right. I've it's never been to the Lido sober. When I go into the Lido, the the twice I've been there in the past two years, within five minutes, I was like, I was already building an exit strategy. <laughs> I was what people in the industry call situationally aware. And I was planning my outs. I was evaluating every patron, looking for soft targets, and a good exit line. Mike really, I, I think Mike really yeah. appreciates my 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 strip club acumen. Hold on. Look, look at John right now. <laughs> What? What are you thinking? What are you pointing at? His skull is chomping. Oh. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh my god. Yes. My god, man. We need video look, of that. No, we, we don't. Showed, we showed up at the strip club, and there were some young guys over here to the right. And they were all like, mm-hmm. at Christie's, yeah, we're pretty Christie's. uppity, yeah. But they didn't have any chairs up at the stage, right? And we all yeah. know about the stage, right? Right. Stage, stage is where right. you go up and you scoot up and you throw some singles out there. Stage is pay to play. Titties in your face. Yeah. Stage is the dollars better keep flowing as long as you're sitting by the stage. There are people at strip clubs who are yeah. there for value right. viewing, which oh, was yeah. me tonight. That's a hangout. And then there are people <laughs> who are just born for strip clubs, which right. was. There's the, I'm seriously, in the strip club, there's two rules. There's the hangback, right, and there's the buck a minute, right, the buck a minute, and buck a minute, legitimately, buck a minute. I'm lying. Well, the meter's it's running. three bucks a minute. <laughs> the yeah. meter's running. Oh, the meter's running. I've I've been to good ones and bad ones, and I've been to ones that have been like, hey, I know you're hanging back, but you are in the room, so you better tip me. <laughs> And I'm like, right. fuck you, I'm hanging way the hell back yeah, here by I'm the, the bar. Yeah. I'm just hanging back. And she goes around, circles that stage, comes off the stage, goes out on the floor, and she's going to hit everybody in that goddamn room. I know you hung back, but I still got naked. Yeah. Pay up, sucker. And Tuck that's right. the way it works. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's the rules. I'll admit it, I like to avoid... It can be very costly at a buck a minute. I mean, that's that's expensive. Right. That's, that's, that was, that's more than I make. That was John at the stage. Just stabbing things. <laughs> You're reminding me of the doctor from Cannonball Run. <laughs> and I can't think of the name of the actor. Jack Elam. Jack Elam. Exactly. <laughs> the really, the really the thing is, is how she responded. We showed up. If you put that finger anywhere in me. gentlemen, we'll call them. Yeah. Over here to the right. Right. We're like, uh, Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Are they smoking up in that bitch? No. Okay. They're All not right. even up at the stage. No, they're hanging back. Yeah. First thing I did, right. grabbed my chair that was back from the Dragged stage. it all the way right up, the up to the stage. Right up. <laughs> I'm here put my for the show. Put my money up on the stage. <laughs> Entertain so me. I'm here. Right. Entertain me. Entertain me. And what did they do? What did they do? Entertain you. Yeah. They entertained yes. me. <laughs> they were like, it's about time we had a pro show up. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah, about time we had a pro. They saw him coming and they went, yeah. <laughs> 46 years old. 46 years old. Birthday. Birthday. Nothing had a trench coat on. This has never been easier. <laughs> this is like fishing at the aquarium. This is the best day I've ever had. We can earn $2,000 at $1 at a time. I've seen my friends pay, like, literally spend their roof at a strip club. Yeah. Like, I got a roof to put on my house. Not anymore, I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Move those buckets around, sweetie. <laughs> That's it. Daddy had a good night at the strip club. <laughs> we were good up until the point where two strippers sat on my lap. Yeah. And I started talking. You know what? <laughs> I, think I, started it, talking. I, I think every <laughs> co- every conversation ends with that <laughs> statement right there. <laughs> We were good and until I two tri- two talking. strippers sat on my lap and I started and talking. I started talking. You know you're not having a good time at the strip club until you tell them your name's Joe Hongosh. <laughs> and you give him, you give you give her his phone number, <laughs> which he's married now. Which Heaven well, drink. not married, but no, you know, right. tomorrow, girl, baby's mama and babies. Fucking take a drink. It's not as much fun as let's call him committed. Right, he's committed. He's, he's in a situation. Let's come. He's committed. He's committed, all right. I think he's doing 15 for. McKellen. Right. Uh, he's doing 18 uh, years uh, for poor dick control. Everybody <laughs> pronounce the name of this bottle. McKellen. 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 Sure. Ah, a McKellen. That's McAllen. Fine oak. Now you have to drink it. McAllen, 10 years. That's a <laughs> it won't take 10 years, I guarantee it. 10 years? That's nine years too long. The uh, I'm okay for you. Oh, Mr. Callan, well, that's pretty good. I am I'm surprised you got out of here. You must be a good uh, wingman. Ran out of money. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I've seen the machine ATMs in there. They're everywhere. He said yeah. before before he went out for with the two with with uh, White Lightning and Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> it never gets old. So we can't stay long. We're in here. We're finishing these beers and we're gone. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting by myself at the table. <laughs> My move is usually to get in, figure out. I which... ripped off with a fucking double fucking lap dance. Yeah, but it was out in the it was out in the bullpen area. It was out in the open spaces. It wasn't. We didn't in... go up the upstairs. Oh, you went upstairs. Okay. Yeah. We didn't go upstairs. You get semi private. You didn't go upstairs. No, there weren't very many. People there were some there. type of blowjobs, but I didn't have that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that never happens. My usual rule is I'm in there long enough to be like. Not there, but like in clubs, yeah. I usually go in and find the girl that's like the one, the one that's like that's the one, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, still the one. Look at her, check her out from different angles. That's the one. Keep all my money in my pocket, right where it belongs, oh, and then take that girl and just be like, okay, back room, eighty dollars. Anonymous Mike was really impressed with girl number one. <laughs> He's so anonymous, that's not even his real name. Uh, right, Mitch? An- Fuck you! Anonymous <laughs> Mike. Right. Anonymous Mike was really impressed with girl number one. Yeah. Who came up, I'm like, these guys were over here. Yeah. Like, yeah. all sitting back, like, just hanging back. Their chance, like, watching right. the lap dance. Right. 
I came in, grabbed my chair, threw it up to the bar, right. and yeah. was like, ah. Yeah. And, and I threw a dollar. You are money. why they built strip clubs. I threw some money up there. Right. And she, and what do you oh, know? yeah. I threw some money up oh, there. Your Mesozoic ancestors are she the reasons we became strippers. Spread her legs yeah. and put her pussy there. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah. So she put her pussy oh, no, there. That's how it works. I went like this. I was like, oh, I'm going to. You know what? Until you showed up, they were all standing around going, nobody here knows how the strip club works. You're like, you were the first person that showed up tonight that read the manual. What was your line the whole night? I'm going to... Get thrown out. I'm going to get thrown out. <laughs> got to have a goal in life. I'm going to get thrown out. I'm going to tear that pussy up. <laughs> I told everyone. I told every single one of them. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'll tear your little, I'll tear your little pussy up. <laughs> I will tear your little pussy up right now. Hey, come on. <laughs> your little pussy. Your little pussy. All your little pussy yeah. will be fucking torn up. I like somebody who has a, a clear goal. I like stop. Tells us the way things are going to be. <laughs> and what's funny is what's funny is with that sort of delivery. There ain't no more truth than that. No, no. And with that delivery, <laughs> and with that delivery, the establishment responded. And we saying, just lost any. Yes, we are. Yeah. Any endorsement that we hey, might have gotten. What he does to cats in his own time is Sorry, his own business. I'm the new guy. I shouldn't right. say that. It's fine. But what I think is funny is that we you were was, talking about endorsement no, earlier, but now no, we have nobody's none of it. ever going to sponsor us for anything. Didn't Chuck talk about how she'd like to have her asshole eaten? The Department of Bad Ideas. Yeah, that's her favorite. Right, that's her favorite. And that just closes the. Door. <laughs> I told her I do that on the regular. <laughs> that slams the door shut right now. I don't. I, I no. I don't think that. I don't think he did anything wrong. I think actually he's the only person in the whole goddamn club that did it right. Because yeah. right, as a person did that's you been doing. Say you'd like to spend like. No, no. Oh my god. We need to go sometime with more money. Uh, no. Settle in. No, you don't need to go. Time. You don't need to go where there's more money. You need to go to a more backwoods location. Right, maybe that's you need to go to a place where there's less money and backwards, backwards indeed. Highlighters, Franklin PA. You need to go yeah. out to right. The, See? You need to go out to that <laughs> joint with the BYOB. You need to go out to that joint with the trailer behind it. Yes. <laughs> right. Girls out of the countryside. Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. holy shit, we can't make any more. No, money they're in the coming here. No, that's <laughs> where it starts tonight. That's yeah. double A ball. When you get out in the woods, yeah. When you get out in the woods like that, that's you're doing it right. When you're at Christie's oh, in Cleveland, shit. nope. Yeah. nope, nope, nope I want to go to the nope. Amish titty bar. You're co- <laughs> <laughs> quick. Google. Hey Siri. <laughs> Strip clubs in Middlefield, Ohio. The strip. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese barn. <laughs> Grandpa's cheese barn. <laughs> Grandma's cheese barn. Here, let me try. Amish titty bar. Parkman. Nope, you can't do that. Ar- titty bar Parkman. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, here's what I found. You did not find anything there, right? Right. Oh, okay. Secret Stillman's so, Club. You know, hey, Siri. 
Show me gentlemen's clubs in Middlefield, Ohio. I went to college with this guy. Crazy horse. Or this thing that's like a fucking diaper. I said Amish titty lunge and she came over with Lino. Oh my god. I got Lino lounge on that one. Oh my god. I did find just teasing. Just. <laughs> which is actually, which is actually forty-four oh minutes away, <laughs> and it is, it is kind of got, in Amish country. We got for a podcast. You know what? I, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it very clear that. I'm going to make it clear that. It's seriously, yeah, yeah. That's the. Yeah, when you if the if the strip club's not called Rumspringas, probably aren't getting the real deal. Because it would just you know there's a lot of confusion when they're young and they're they're kind of going out and trying the world on for size, and yeah, that's so that's your deal is to find the Amish strip club. That's good. Oh my the, God! We're at like two I want to find the blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's all braille. It's all braille. It's, a blind strip club is a good idea. That's a, that's decent. Yeah. That's a blind strip club is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That would be a yeah. The upper amputee strip club. You could just <laughs> rig them to the pole and spin them like a flag. Oh my God. <laughs> now you're getting in my fucking wheelchairs. Right. Now you're in his wheelhouse. Right. Now you're in my Oh no, I didn't say midget stripper. I didn't say oh, midget. Because that's, that's dangerous oh, for him. He'll be. Yeah, that's it. Midgets yeah. and fucking. Yeah. Oh, John is midget. Well, you could do it in one of those. You could do it in one of those. Uh, oh, midget with no Those fire no safety what? houses. They take the kids to the school. You know those fire safety? You know the fire safety trailers? Every city's got a fire safety trailer. It's like got little short floors in it. And you could just do a midget strip club in a fire safety trailer. You just have a little pole upstairs and a little pole downstairs. That's wrong. That's wrong on so many levels. It'd be like a habit trail. Nice. Good one, bro. Brilliant. Wait, wait. Okay, wait. We gotta You're turn this you're... thing down. Hold on. What do you mean? This is liquid gold. <laughs> you listen to a 45 minutes of me bullshitting and horseshitting around just to get to this. <laughs> I'm saying. We're at like two hours now. Good. A woman with no be... arms and no legs mm-hmm. has no right to fucking come. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. We're talking about strip clubs, John. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! I thought her name was Peg. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Your name's Matt. Matty. No arms, no legs. He's Margaret. Chick's always floored. The, uh, <laughs> and on that, remember to drive fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum,